All right, folks, welcome back to another episode of the Boombastic Chaos. We hope everybody's doing fantastical out there. It's your favorite host for the Boombastic Cast show, Matt and Alex. And how's Alex of the Matt and Alex team doing this evening? Well, Alex is doing fine. How is Matt doing this evening? Huh? Hey, hey, Matt's doing hey. pretty good. He's doing pretty good. Hey. Hey, in the woods of the Fonz. Hey. The Fonz was my boy, dude, back in the day. And uh, I burnt him on some bad cocaine, and we had beef ever since. <laughs> you know what I mean? But fuck the Fonz. And if he wants to play games, just remember that the reason I turned the Fonz into Henry Winkler the nice guy that Henry Winkler is now. Uh, he used to be the Fonz, and then he fucked with me. And I fucked him up, dude. I fucked up his whole Fonz and world. And now he's just Henry Winkler. But to tell you the truth, Henry Winkler is not a bad guy. He's actually a really nice guy. Um, and no bullshit, I actually chatted with Henry Winkler once on the set of Here Comes the Boom with me and my brother. And uh, very nice guy. Way nicer than Kevin James, who's a big dickhead. Yeah, right. Kevin James is a douche. But what can you do? We're going to pop into some folks that aren't douches this evening. We got some cool guests with us from the podcasting world out there. You know, I don't know if y'all get down with the TGB podcast or some sports heads podcast. You know what I mean? The great Owen Galuzzo, good friend of mine, man through the book. You know what I mean? Uh, through him, we met Jasmine, which is very cool. Uh, part of the uh, the TGB podcast as well. And, uh, you know, a lot of the same interests. We all like the podcast. You know what I mean? Um, I know that uh, Owen also gets down with some, you know, some wrestling and some fucking dat comedy. You know, I know last last episode of the Boombasticast uh, was the Bob Levy interview. And we know that Owen's a big Bob Levy fan. You know what I mean? And I said, what, a, what, a, what, what better a follow up? To Bob Levy. This way he can say that he actually got the, he, he, he closed, he closed, he headlined for Bob Levy. Bob Levy went on and opened up for him. Um, and here we are again, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, very cool stuff. Okay. You know, met him on the Facebooks and, uh, you know, like his show, you know what I mean? Jive with him. You know, everybody out there likes kind of old school Stern, some Opie and Anthony type deal. Um, you know, kind of, I think, the, the the birthing place, like with a lot of folks, you know, that uh, get down with comedy or in, in comedy podcasting. I think it all kind of starts from that era. He's roughly our age, I believe. So it uh, it's one of those deals. It just makes sense. You know what I mean? It's just one of those Heck things. Yeah. When it feels good, you got to do it more than once. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's always good to, you know, connect with other podcasters, bring people in and, you know, talk to them about, you know, their experiences and uh, why they uh, they enjoy podcasting, what they uh, like to talk about, what they like to do. For sure, you know what I mean? Owen and Jasmine are part of a good team over there. They do a support system, you know what I mean? I dig. Um, yeah, so, you know, we got Owen and Jazz coming out. Uh, for anybody that might know Owen, he was on, you know, part of the Shuli show for a little bit. You know what I mean? Um, and like I said, the, the, the Bob Levy crowd, you know what I mean? That, that, the, the kind of underground dark comedy, uh, standups and, and, and just comedy humor in general, uh, of that, of that elk, 
You know what I mean? Uh, which we always say on the show, you know, how important the darker side of comedy is, if you will. You know what I mean? Like, you know, from time to time, we might say some things on the show that are a little little risque, a little edgy, you know, maybe a little bad news sometimes or whatever, but, you know, you know, if it makes somebody uh, smile. Some a little you're... left of politically, uh, politically correct, you know? Well, what can you do? You know, but I think, I think even, even if there's a joke that somebody might go, ooh, shit, you know, that fucking, that joke went a little too deep, that stung a little too, too much, and get upset by a joke, there's somebody out there that is loving it, and needed you to almost go that extra mile to of darkness of dark road so that you could bring that laugh straight to them because they needed it uh, very much so at that time. You know, I've said it a few times the old saying of uh, so you know some people it takes a little more than a whoopee cushion. You know what I mean to get them laughing these days. You know, what I mean sometimes it's a little darker. The world's very uh, very dark. You know. Um, very dark place. If I can take a moment of silence here for Aaron Carter, who uh, passed away in his bathtub. You know what I mean? Uh, we were very close friends. Um, I told him so many times he needed to clean it up. Alex, you okay? <laughs> I'm Have we okay. gone too far? Have we gone too far? Too, too far too quick? We never go too far. We just don't go far enough. All right, well, rest in peace to my homie, fucking Aaron Carter, up out there. You know what I mean? Doing a big style. Without further ado, you know, I want, I've been talking forever. I know you guys hate that. They want to hear Hawkman talk forever, not me. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring you all up into the episode right quick. And welcome to the show, Owen and Jasmine of TGB Podcast. Owen and Jasmine, welcome to the Boom hey, Pass. what's up? You know. Same old shtick, same old shtick. What are you drinking over there? Fago. I thought that was a fago on the spot. <laughs> you got, you, I, I was going to ask you about some fago shit. I, don't don't uh, remind yeah. me to ask you about fago shit a little later. I will. I will. Um, Owen, What's Jasmine, up, great to have you guys Hi. on the show. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. TGB podcast. Yeah. Yes, sir. Look, I even got the shirt on today. Check that out. I just got it yesterday, apparently. It was in the I like box all night. Look at that shit. That's fucking validation right there, people. That's fuck to me. That is fucking worth everything I've done and everything I've put up with in the last year. You know what I'm I saying? Because I, when I started this shit, it was a joke. TGB stands for the ghetto basement. I thought that was the dumbest name I could think of at the time because the ghetto bedroom didn't sound quite. Uh, right. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? So. I just said the yellow basement. And what it was, because I was on the Shuli show at the time. I, all right, I was a fan of Shuli for like 15 years. He fucking left the house during the show. I didn't even know he, he left, you know, because I, the show had gotten so boring. I fucking pretty much stopped listening daily. He hung on and, for a while. Yeah. Yeah. He for a and, while. and then I seen a clip where he was moving to Alabama and all that shit. And then I seen there was a troll channel. Uh, I'm not going to drop the name because fuck that guy. Um, but I seen a video where this dude was making it look like Shirley had, uh, was talking shit about Stern. And I was like, man, that sucks. Mm. So I was like, man, cause Shirley was always like my favorite dude on the show. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I fucking, I got, I was smoking a lot of weed that day. So I was like, 
fucking, I got mad. So I hit up Shuli. I was like, dude, you're a fucking punk, bro. It's like, you're going to be on a show for 15 years, man, and all of a sudden you're going to leave and talk shit? That's how blind I was to all that bullshit. Never done a podcast, nothing. So then he invited me to come on the show. He didn't think I'd show up. I did. And we had we had to talk and all that shit. By the end of the night, he was like, you want to be a part of it? And I was like, yeah, that's cool. From like the next six months on at that point, I was on every Tuesday. And it was cool as shit. And that's where I met everybody that I do my show with. So in between every Tuesday, I would go on YouTube and I would just talk about random shit for like 30 minutes while I'd be sitting there smoking weed. Mm. And then one day, I jumped on Instagram and I started doing it with my book. Because we got told on the story show that we were going to go down there once a month. And Andrew, my homeboy Andrew, shout out to Andrew. Podcast, yeah. Fucking, he, uh, he got really upset about that. He, I could see he was flustered, man. He loved doing that shit. So what I did, I was like, All right, I'm going to take Andrew with me. And I, he was my main reason for even starting it. Uh, I'm not afraid to say that because it's the truth. I was doing it basically to make him have something to do. So he was happy. Uh, I didn't give a fuck. Uh, I was a, I'm a fucking drug addict degenerate. I didn't give a fuck. So I was like, whatever, we're, do, we're doing this. So then we would do it on Instagram. We'd just go on Instagram live, shoot the shit, talk about bras, whatever. Because Andrew's a fuck. We call him the TGB resident pervert. <laughs> the, the hamster's on the sex wheel all the time. That hoe yeah. never falls off. You know what I'm saying? So, um, so then Marco hit us up, my boy Marco. He's not really on with us much anymore because he's doing his own thing, working all the time, taking care of his kid. But Marco started joining us. So then when Marco jumped on, we moved over to StreamYard. And then about, it kept growing. Every other week, somebody else would join. And then a viewer would hit up, be like, yeah, and I'd be like, yo, why don't you come on? And at that time, I was dropping the link every show. I would let anybody come on. But then the Brent Hatley trolls, would come in, and because I was on the Shuler show, and I was on Miserable Man a couple of times, uh, and I was friendly with Brent, and Brent came on the third ever show I ever did. He, I interviewed Brent, and uh fucking, so they started coming in, and they would put gay porn up on the fucking, you know what I'm saying? So one time, we're doing like a four-hour stream, and I seen a dick pop up in some dude's mouth, and I'm like, fuck, now I got to get I gotta dump this. And it was such a cool ass fucking part. Like, dude, it was so much fun, dude. But I had to dump it. Cause it was, you know, you can't have that shit on fucking YouTube. So, next thing I know, it just kept growing and growing. And now I am where I'm at now. You know what I mean? And it's been pretty fucking cool, man. I'm not gonna lie, I've done a lot of cool shit. Can't wait to tell you about it. So, fucking, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. Jasmine, how'd you get how'd you get tied up in the whole podcasting thing? There you go. And answer that. Um mostly my my dad kind of was like my this dad Bo- me and was this like, is hey, Bobby Nick. This, this is Bobby <laughs> This is Bobby Nick's daughter, by the way. Word up. Shout out Bobby Nick, part of the show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> go ahead, Jasmine. So yeah. Um, my dad just messaged me and basically was like, Hey, do you want to be a part of this? And he started sending me the link and I just kind of came and chilled. <laughs> yeah. She showed up one night out of nowhere, dude. And like, I, like, I'll send you the clip later. But like, as soon as she like popped up, like my first reaction was like, damn, like that was my first initial reaction. I was like, damn, <laughs> that was I, actually the first thing I said. It was either damn or wow. I can't remember which one it was. It wasn't hallelujah. 
Well, no, actually, yeah, it kind of was. (laughs) Okay, thank you. Um, No, it kind of was, because back then, the male-to-female ratio was almost at zero, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, it was like a sausage party, (laughs) so I was happy to, especially even even though Goose was there, because even though she's a chick, I never seen her like that, because she was only 22 when I met her, and I got nieces that age. I'm 38 years old, so it's like... I could never look at her or anything, but it, the way she would act was like a dude with a very big dick. So, you know, <laughs> you know, so she, even though she was a chick, she was different. I mean, she got softer as the months went by and more chicks came on because she wanted to be the only one, you know, and that, you know, and for a while I would, I would make it like that where she, okay, you know, nobody's taking her spot. But then when Jasmine showed up right away, Goose was like, Err. Right away, dude. <laughs> it's crazy. No. But yeah. Goose don't really. I mean, she tries to, but she she hasn't really come on in a while. And it's not really a big deal. <laughs> it happens to the best of us. You say, I heard you say, "Wow." Yeah, that wow. was my that was my first reaction. Legit. It, remind, it reminds me of whipping out Wednesdays. I assume Opie and Anthony show have influence on you, Stern, of course. Oh yeah, bro. I'm. I was a very big. Uh, Stern fans since I'm about 95. I was 11 years old. And yeah, my brother used to let me listen. And I just started. And then, and back then, you know, a kid would say ass and he'd laugh like a little hoe. So yeah. But yeah, Stern, Obi and Anthony. And then, of course, you got comedians like, uh, Rich Pryor, uh, Sam Kennison, Andrew Dice Clay, of course, Richard Carlin, you know. These are all guys that I pretty much grew up with, you know. Yeah, definitely. I always, I always see myself as a little bit of a comedian, you know. That's what this kind of, you know, there's a new platform for stand-ups, you know what I mean, nowadays. Where well, I can't like, stand up. Is that okay? That's cool. <laughs> all right, I just want to make sure. Sitting down is cool in the guy. All right, I, I wanted to be America's first down, first ever sit-down comic because you don't ever see too many of them, you know what I mean? Like, I can do my things. I'd be all, I'd be the only motherfucker up there in socks. You know what I'm saying? I think that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, with, with Opie, with Stern, I want to jump back to Sterno days. The yeah. Sterno days were great fun. I, I always say when I, when comedy was, comedy was kind of like one of the first loves that kind of came into my life. Mm-hmm. And I caught, you caught it through the radio. Love which, line. Love free, line. Free shit. radio. People to underestimate yeah. free radio. Because the they, they don't exist no more. Yeah. They don't it don't exist no more. You got to pay for everything. You got, you know, there's so much porn on the internet, but you still got to pay for it. You know what I mean? There's like so much free porn, but people would rather have a premium account. Trust you know, me. I lives in a cardboard box because of those premiums. <laughs> oh, is that is that why you got that little Chinese uh, shade line behind hey, you? Hey, 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 what can I say? I have to make ends meet, so I got, you know, the uh, ends meet, right? in the back. Truth, so, be told, truth be told, he sweeps up in a Chinese food restaurant at the end of the night. They let him sleep there. That's there you go. The deal. Hey, you yeah. got to make your money somehow, right? So you got to make money somehow. So you had to make ends meet, huh? Is yeah, that kind yeah. of ironic? Ends meet? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. But no, my my favorite time in the Stern show, I mean, of course, I, I loved the early, the early days of the E! show. Yeah. You know, because you got to see a lot of shit that you didn't, you would never ever get to see. But my favorite, Eric the Midget, of course, Daniel Carver, oh, uh, 
you know, what was that? Uh, Riley Martin. Elegant Elliot Austin. Oh, yeah, but yeah, yeah, he, but towards the end, man, at first he was like a feminine whatever. And I, like, I always, Riley, Riley. Classic, classic. <laughs> Uh, melanoma face, like he, yeah. the things he would call people the was so great. Cunt. Yeah, oh, the, yeah. Only, the only thing I've heard about him in years is Shuli actually said that he was still alive. That was oh like, my god, you've never seen pictures of him in 2022? Not recently, no. He I, thought, like I a, thought he was dead for a little bit. He looks like an 80 or he, he was on Shuli. He always show. looked pretty bad, man. When Shuli first started yeah, his fancy. podcast, yeah. I think Elegantly Often was the first one to come on from the Stern world. You know what yeah. I mean? I mean, obviously, he had like the Alan reunion, and he had like high pitched Mike and yeah. you know, all those guys. And the gang. He done shit like that, but I think Elliot, Elliot was the first one that came on when he started the show. The show. I mean, high pitched Eric is on Uncle Rico now, which is hilarious. And he even he even said something about it to Stern, and you can tell Stern's reaction. Holy shit! What? Fucking helicopters. Ah, uh, that was some, that was some, that was some rice in the trunk. It's shaking my whole fucking window. But, uh, um, you just hit the edit button right there, you know what I'm saying? No. But, um, uh, <laughs> no, but what the hell was I saying? You, I just told you get elegant like, often. Oh, time. oh no, high pitch Eric. He said something, he said something stern about, uh, Uncle Rico, and you could tell that somebody had brought it to stern once before because his reaction was like, Whatever. Yeah. Like, not even a pimple on my ass, bro. Yeah. But the only thing is that I was glad that Hypachark didn't mention Shuli's name because had he done that, that would probably would have been it for uh Hypachark on the Stern show. Probably, yeah. But I do have a funny Hypachark story myself. Like about that. two about two weeks ago he uh followed me on uh Instagram. So I followed him back because I, I, I thought he left Instagram. I didn't even know he was still there. Next thing I know, he hits me up with a message trying to ask me for 250 bucks. <laughs> I should have known, Eric. I should have fucking known, guy. I heard that he's actually doing really well off of now, like, Cameo or something. Yeah, he like is. Now. He's banking off of Cameo, so I don't know why the fuck. I mean, and you can you can find that out. All you got to do is go to Social Blade. You can find out everything he fucking does. I feel like... Hi, bitch, Eric. Even if he had a billion dollars in his bank account, he'd still ask a homeless dude for his last quarter. Exactly. Know? Exactly. So, that's kind of, kind of how it goes. I mean, he couldn't even get his dick hard for Cat Cleavage, man. That was sad. Uh, he's uh, he's quite an iconic figure of the Wag Pack. That's oh, of, he was, dude. He's Definitely. made the most of it. Now he's. I mean, you got Beetlejuice as the other cr- crowning. Oh, uh, Beetle, Beetle, Beetle is the legend, man. Beetle. For sure. Bobby, shout out to Bobby. He follows me on Instagram. Bobby is one of the coolest dudes ever. Rest in peace, Sean. That's Sean's brother. Yeah, uh, and Beetle, you know, they people try to say Beetle ain't got no brain. Beetle is a smart guy. I seen a video of Beetle not too long ago where he was talking about Bobby, how he still feels Sean around him. Word. Like he still feels his spirit, you know. And I remember the time when Beetle actually <clears throat> saved Sean's life. He actually saved Sean's life. Oh yeah, Beetle is a smart dude, man. You know, and that's what. Be- yeah, he talks about how he trained Mike Tyson and all that shit, but you know, that could all just be a game. Like Frankie McDonald, I think when Frankie McDonald goes home at night, he takes the fucking teeth out and he fucking, you know, what's up? We gonna go get some hoes, mac and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what I. You know, I'm afraid I- he'd still jazzing for me. You know what I'm saying? 
I got the DVD. Remember he put out a DVD of Beatlemania or a Beatle or some Beatles something. Yeah. It was like a jackass type thing of him like beating people yeah. up and skits and shit. I, I got that somewhere. I'm so happy I ordered that because I bet that's fucking non-existent anywhere to get. I'm glad that mm-hmm. I got that one day. You can uh, pretty much, if, if you would have said you didn't have it, I would have hit Bobby Nick up. Bobby Nick would have found that shit in like 2.3 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Homeboy's got 16 hard drives on his fucking computer. This motherfucker's a torrent master. Oh, shit. Yeah, for real. Alex is a cop. You got to be careful about that stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Deep sorry, undercover. Sir, just so That's you know. That's why, why I'm here at the rubber tub. I was totally bullshit. It was a prison bars, oh, actually. Yeah. Ah, prison bars. I got you. I was totally bullshitting you, sir. Don't worry. We're good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, man. And Daniel Carver, man. I've heard the name Daniel Carver. Is he still alive? You know, I remember. I, 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 if he is, he's got to be almost. He's going to be almost. I mean, dude, I can't even say half the shit that he said on the show here. It's Yeah, yeah I wouldn't I wouldn't ask. Yeah, him yeah you know, you can't even think about it, bro, because it's like. He, yeah. What a, it's a, that, that, the Stern show was made with such a crazy fucking raucous thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a freak show type. Oh. Thing. It's crazy. Yeah, but you know what? Bro. The thing about, see, I don't, I don't listen Great to the show. Though. I don't listen to the show anymore, but the thing that bothers me about people is Howard is 68 years old. There is no way that he was going to be a big, tall gay joke for the rest of his fucking life. He has a trophy wife. Okay, this man finally woke up one day and said, I made my fucking money. I'm going to go out and I'm going to do what I always wanted to do when I was younger, but couldn't do because I was a big nose pelican fucking bitch and nobody wanted shit to do with me. But now I'm worth fucking $800 million or whatever the fuck it is. People want to lick his ass. Yeah. I mean, they've always wanted to lick his ass, but I'm talking about people that he always talks shit about, like Ellen, right. Rosie O'Donnell. You know what I'm saying? These people are his best friends now, whereas 10 years ago, he, would have, he wouldn't have pissed off them if they were on fire. Well, they make fun of them. They make yeah. fun of them while they're on fire. You know exactly. You know what I mean? He, it's a you know. He, I think that, like you said, he already built. He did his. Like nobody can ever take away from him what Dude, he created. He got. He got his bag. You know what I mean? Sure. He got his shit. You don't yeah. need to do. He and wipes it, his. Yeah. He wipes his ass with hundred dollar bills. <laughs> Quite literally, possibly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Depending on how many shots a day he takes, you know what I mean? No one gets too crazy about that. I mean, the way he eats, he probably takes at least a good three, four healthy shits a day. I think every know. three days he takes like a little baby shit. You can fill up a shot glass. A little baby turds? Yeah, there you uh, go. That's my guess for Howard. But yeah, he created it. And now he's like, especially with like, he is a mainstream act, so to speak, with radio. He's huge. And with cancel culture and stuff. Yeah. Smart to know that if he, if he continued to go dark, not only would they cancel him out then, but they would try and cancel out his entire body of work. And his body yeah. of work can squeak by, can make it in there right now, even though yeah. it's so it's so edgy. Except but for except yeah. for maybe about three or four bits. Except for uh, Daniel Carver and the black and the blackface bits that he used to do, which he tries to totally deny now, like they're not out there. He tries to totally deny that he. Oh, fucking, there was he yeah. had a new my 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 parents uh, pay per viewed. Like a New Year's Eve special. He yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. seeing pieces of yep. that that were like, yep. "Wow, yeah." That would not pass today, bro. Oh, no that way, would, no yeah. fucking how. It'd be a wrap. It'd be a wrap. I yeah. 
I love when he when during the OJ thing where he had like the OJ mask dude go in there and he'd be like, "Did you kill Nicole?" Oh, absolutely. I yep, loved, yep. That was one of my favorite. Remember what? Remember when Ron Jeremy? You remember when Ron Jeremy stuck his dick in the OJ mask when him and Cabby did the porn <laughs> in the studio? Fuck yeah, dude! They took I a remember. picture with Ron Jeremy's dick in, in the OJ mask. It was hilarious. What a wild ride, dude! That. One day there'll be like another. I know they have private parts, but one day there should be like a fucking. Yeah, there should be a this movie about the why 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 Lifetime has never gotten on. I mean, they've done Saved by the Bell and all those other corny shows. So why don't they do some real shit? Why don't they do a biopic about the Stern show? You got you can get some big nose motherfucker to play Howard, or he can play himself. He still looks the same. He just looks a little wrinkly now. He looks like a he looks like an old penis. (laughs) <laughs> I think they they want to keep certain things they don't want people to know. They're like there'll never be no tell all. I don't, and all the people are very that are close to the show are very loyal to the show. So like they're not unless they wrote like a book that they were going to get all the money, a hundred percent type deal. Well, like, you do yeah. know that they went back to the studio for the Bruce Springsteen interview, right? They are went they back, back to, permanently. I don't think so, but I know they went back for that. Really. I, Howard weren't going to pass that up. He said, fuck COVID. I'll catch COVID for this. But you can totally tell, if you go back and watch it, uh, Bruce's wife wanted nothing to do with Howard, man. She still got some kind of resentment. She didn't want nothing to do with homeboy. She was like, nope. She was giving them one word answers, all that type of shit. Yeah. You know, Howard, Howard was trying to dig, but she wasn't biting. <laughs> it ain't going to work for him. Yeah, he. The thing about it is, he's changed so much that even if tomorrow he was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna go back to what I did," it, it wouldn't work. It wouldn't. It wouldn't work, and I, I don't think it wouldn't work for most. I don't think it could work. And it, it wouldn't work. And it it's, not the same, it's not the same. It's not the same atmosphere yeah. anymore. It's not the same atmosphere anymore. Yeah. You know, the only people that are still there are people like Richard and Sal and. You know, I don't need, I don't even understand. Ronnie's still on the show every day. Why did he fucking move to Las Vegas? He's still on the show yeah. every fucking morning. Every morning. There's always clips on YouTube of Ronnie. Well, I think today, isn't today his birthday, as a matter of fact? Well, happy birthday, Ronnie. I is. think it is. I'm pretty sure it is. I don't know why I would know that, but I'm starting to tapped in. Yeah, there you go. Mentally to Ronnie. But, um, yeah, so I was, on, like I said, I was on the show, the show for about six months, and then something went down. I don't know if you've heard, of, if you know who Bobby Ethier is. No. But I, I do wish he, I do hope he's doing well, so shout out to Bobby Ethier. Last time right. I heard he, he was in the hospital, not doing too good, so shout out to him. But something happened with Bobby where he was on Miserable Men, and Bobby's like a really, really he has autism, he's like 46 years old, mm. and he would come on the show with us, and I always protected him, you know, I never, I would never let anybody, you know, go at him, or if they did, I would kind of, like, switch it and go the other way, right. but Bobby would be on Miserable Men, and all of a sudden, he just started flipping out, started cursing, saying all this shit, and then his mom got mad and didn't want him doing the shows no more, so he came crying, literally called me crying, made me feel so bad, because I was the only one calling him every day just to check up on him. And he called me crying. And he asked me to call his mom and talk to her. And I said, Bobby, because I know my mom ain't calling nobody. Fuck that. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I ain't going to call your mom. But if she wants to talk to me, she can call me. And um, 
So she called me. I thought I had a very nice conversation with her. And next thing you know, Bobby goes to show it and totally puts him around, makes it look like I'm the reason why he can't be on his own men no more. Uh-huh. And then for the hundredth episode of TGB, I wanted to bring Bobby back for the night because he was a big part of a lot of the clips that we were going to use. Yeah. So I I emailed Bobby and I'm like, Yo, man, I hope this email finds you well. I hope you're in good health. Do you want to come back on the show for one night and be a part of the the segment where we use your clips and so because it, most of them were him because he was fucking hilarious. And he said yes. Next thing I know, I was like, All right, let's see how long it takes to fuck for him to fuck this one up. About two days later, he's like, oh, I'm on orders that I can't come on the show. <laughs> but he told me not to say nothing. <laughs> you get where I'm going with this? Like, you know, so that's why Shuri, and then Shuri was like, oh, I can't have you on the By that time, I didn't give a fuck, though, because it had been so long since we'd even been on. Yeah. I, I, I gave more a fuck about Andrew, because he had made Andrew a lot of uh, promises. Yeah. He didn't really follow through on. So I was a little bit more upset with that than I was my spot. You know what I mean? Because I still got, like I said, if it wasn't for Shuli, I wouldn't know none of the people that were with me, and I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing. So I, I still got nothing to respect more. Well, everything but, happens for a reason. It's oh, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. I mean, in the last year, I've had, I mean, on Christmas Eve, bro, I got to interview Bob Levy. On Christmas Eve, he spent two and a half hours with us. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But then after a while, um, everybody, cause we used to stream every day, bro. Motherfuckers wanted to do it every day. And after a while, I got, I got burnt out. Yeah, so yeah. we, we, we were all bumping, bumping heads like crazy. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going crazy on my methadone and I'm fucking, you know, like I'm just, and that's when Jasmine left for like four months, but I would still always shoot her the link. You know, just like, you know, cause eventually, you know, and then every once in a while, her dad would be upset about something. I'd be like, hey, you do me a favor. Come on the show and make your dad have a better day. And she would, every every time she did it. And then out of nowhere, like a month ago, she popped up. And I, I knew nothing about it. Well, I sent her a link, of course, because I've been doing that for almost a year. But she popped up. She had just had a daughter. And, you know, it was cool. And she'd been there ever since. And that's when... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's when I started finding out a whole nother side of this girl. <laughs> She's evil, bro. She's oh, evil. Shit. She's evil. She evil. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Why don't you tell them how evil you are? Evil Jasmine. Uh, <laughs> I mean, gingers are normally evil, so. <laughs> yeah. She's really big on the ginger thing. Yeah. There's three. I got my ginger beard. Right, oh, and I don't got, know if you got red up top too, but you got your beard red. Yep. Yeah, there you go. No, I got yeah, I'm a ginger through and through. Yeah. That's what she likes most, I guess. I'm so. only ginger when I drink ginger beer. There I'm you sorry. go. Hey, that counts, bro. You're in. <laughs> then I can say you got a little ginger in me. Yeah, do you <laughs> have, hey, do you are you are you Irish at all? Um, very little. Very oh, little. Hey, then you got a little ginger in you somewhere. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's true. Or Scottish. Scottish yeah, or Scottish. I mean, I don't know. Jasmine lives in Canada. Are you, uh, you got any Irish people in Canada? Is there Irish Canadians? Nah, they killed all them off. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I'd hope there was some Irish up in Canada. Dang. No, no, right? That's my people. Let I want to. I want to meet. I want to meet some Canadian Puerto Ricans. I want to know if they exist. <laughs> of course, I think every, if you can think of it, it's happened. And if you can think of it, it exists. That's how I look. I, like I want to see the ghetto of Canada. That's what I, I want to go to where Cracktown is in Canada. And see if it's like America. There is uh, ne- needles. Sh- it'll, it'll, it'll be the cleanest Cracktown that you can find. I'm, and, I'm pretty sure every door is unlocked. Every <laughs> fucking door is unlocked. But no, I'm talking about needles all over the fucking floor, vials everywhere. You know what I'm saying? The, the, the hardest parts of New Jack City that you can imagine. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. You know? <laughs> I dig with that. But yeah. What else you got, bro? Yeah. You know, I, I'm I'm still baffled that my Irish people are have been killed off in masses over in Canada. That's, that's a horrifying thing. <laughs> maybe they, maybe they know Jasmine. <laughs> Shout out Bob Levy. You brought up Bob. Oh, <laughs> much love to Bob Levy. Oh, I, that's like comedy God to me, bro. That's like comedy God, dude. He fucking like, dude, he's a big part of why I do what I do, dude. Because the fact that I can get his, like, like he, he doesn't go out of his way. Like, sometimes he'll message back and shit like that. But when, when he hears our name, he'll always give a tip of the hat. You know? yeah. Always. You know what I'm saying? Always. And I fucking love Bobby. Him and his wife, Miss Gina, is awesome. Shout out to Miss Gina. Happy she anniversary. Is, Happy anniversary yesterday. She is as funny as he is, believe it or not. The thing with Levy, man, is as far back, you know, you, you like we were talking about as kids, we were like in comedy. There are certain comedians that have fallen off or whatever. Levy, since the time I've known him to now, has always to me, been a funny fucking dude. To me, he's an A-list comic. For real. Bob Levy... Is an A-list comic, in my opinion. That man goes out of his way for everybody, no matter who it is, no matter what. Point. If he if he talks to you on a podcast and then he sees you in person, because I know this, because a few people that uh, my show he's met in person, yeah. he remembers them. Like he even when Goose went to his last show, he even sat her and her boyfriend like in the front, yeah. like himself. You know what I'm saying? That's the kind of guy Bob is. I mean, I think he also wanted to sit next to Rob just to be funny, but yeah. Yeah, it's still pretty cool. Shout out to Rob Saul, by the way. We'll be doing all right. It's another dude that's helped us out. Him, Chris Abels. Shout out to Chris Abels. He's the one. Chris Abels, let me tell you something. Yeah. Chris Abels is the reason why, besides Frankie McDonald, because he was the first one to ever give us plugs everywhere, and we never asked him to do it. He just did it. So uh, I actually can call Frankie a, a friend. So, like, I'm the only one on my show that he answers, that he talks to. And if I ask him to do something for the show, he does it. Yeah. For, every, for everybody's birthday, I, you know, I, I didn't forget, but Jasmine's dad gave me the idea to get her one. I, I, I wasn't thinking about that because I've been so, like, I, I would have thought about it. But for everybody's birthday, normally I always hit Frankie up and ask him if he could send a birthday video. And he always does it. Always, like he is one of the nicest people you could ever fucking meet. Like, cool. I swear to God, you look at him and you just want to give him a hug. You know what I mean? Like, he, he's yeah. so fucking cool. We love that guy. But uh, Chris Abels is—I mean, he's helped us out tremendously. He—he he, he started watching us one day, and then I know where next thing you know, we're hearing our name on on Levy Land on Rob Saul. And then he came on with us the first. He's been on about two, three times now, and every time we've had. A fucking blast. K Boogie, I don't know if you know who K Boogie is, but shout hey, out to K Boogie. Boogie. The name sounds familiar. 
Yeah, K-Boogie is fucking hilarious, dude. Fucking, he was in the chat last night with him. That was great. Uh, Rob Saul, of course, he was actually on with us last Saturday for the second part of the year show. And that, oh my God, dude. <laughs> I hadn't laughed that hard in such a long time, bro. Yeah. Like, these guys, dude, like, they have no problem helping people. And that's why, I, and that's why I hate when people shit talk, man. You know what I mean? Cause it's I like, feel yo, they're such nice dudes. Like, I don't give a fuck how they act on the podcast. That's just a podcast. That's a character you know I mean? kind of, you know? Yeah, that, you know, it's like, it's like a gimmick yeah. in wrestling. You know what I mean? If you're, gimmick, if you're a wrestling exactly. fan, it's like a gimmick. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I got nothing but respect for these dudes. That's why I've had to eat a lot of shit in the last couple of weeks and like the taste of it because I, you know, I got so much respect for these people. You know. Yeah, now it's good that they're the supportive group. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, like well, I said, no, they they recognize like one day I went I, in September. If you look up the September thirteenth episode of Rob Saul, the Rob Saul show, I was on there with uh, Douglas Nelson, Anthony Zanhauser, and of course Rob and Chris. Mm-hmm. And when I got off, uh, Zen hit me up and was like, yo, bro, you got the goods. Keep it up. You know what I mean? And then the next morning, I woke up to a message from Rob saying that anytime Zen is out of town, that I'm going to fill in for him. So the next time Zen goes on the road, I'm going to be a fill-in of a Rob Salsa, which is fucking awesome. Yeah. I, I never expected that. You know, I never really thought I was ever that funny, you know? But it's been confirmed. You know what I mean? You're so, a funny dude. You're a funny I, dude. I, sometimes I'm not even trying, though. Sometimes I'm not even fucking trying. And you have like a, there's a, like a, a, a soulfulness about the way you talk to this. Like a certain, the word you use sometimes is, is, uh, I dig it. It's like, a, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but I like it. I like it. Well, like it. see where that comes from, bro, is I was raised, like, just because I'm handicapped, like, I'm proud of that shit. Like, I got a tattoo on my body. I don't know if you can see, but I got I see that, yeah. You know, like, I'm pro- It's made me who I am. You know, I, when I, when I'm sleeping at night and I have a dream, yeah, in my dreams, it's present day, but I'm walking. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, but that never, like, it was never a thing for me. Like, my mom would always be on me. You gotta let me walk. And then finally, when I was like 18, I had accepted I'm never really. Like, I can stand up and I can walk a few feet like a baby. And I'll yeah. fall, you know what I mean? And I never felt that I needed that because I wouldn't be me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've always, my entire life, I was the kind of kid in school where I got along with everybody. Jocks, freaks, whatever the fuck you were. I was your friend. I didn't care. I, I'm, I'm also, like, I like to protect people that I feel need to be protected. Like, we... Recently, Andrew's friend Shana or his girlfriend or whatever the hell is going on there, don't ask me. I, you know, um, she came on and, you know, you could tell, you know, she's like a kid, man. She, I'm pretty sure she's in her mid-20s, but she's a kid. In my eyes, she's a kid. And we've only had her on about three times. And the first time she was on was with, was with Rob Saul. And <laughs> Rob Saul, you know, no filter. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No filter. I mean, it was hilarious. And the fact that I was drunk kind of, you know, I I couldn't stop laughing. I was fucking, oh, my God, dude. I, I had to I had to jump off screen for a minute because I couldn't stop. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like she needs to be shielded from certain things on the show. And I don't involve her in certain things that we do because I see her as, like, an innocent. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to corrupt her like that. You right. know what I mean? So I won't let anybody else do that either. 
So I, that's just the way I've been my entire life because I didn't, I was raised like that, you know what I'm saying? I had always had my brother's protection. I always had friends looking out for me, you know, so I always wanted to be that way, you know, and that's why I do it, you know, that's why, I, you know. I mean, I could be an asshole. Don't get me wrong. I know I've be, heard you a gigantic asshole. Uh, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Pat Oates, yeah. But, uh, no, I, it, that was funny though. I don't give a damn. Andrew loved that shit. We'll get into that in a minute. But, you know, I, I could be a real, a real jerk. And like yesterday, I, like, I, alright, here's the deal. I, um, for 12 years, I've been touched not a piece of alcohol. Like, you know, I fucking, I'm a methadone patient. It wouldn't let me, you know, I, I'd open a beer, take a sip, put that shit down, never look at it again. Yeah. Uh, but, Four, three months ago, I, for whatever reason, well, there's a few reasons that I'm not going to get into here, but, uh, I started drinking again, like, and nobody knew because I kept it quiet because I thought I had it under control, you know what I mean? But then I would come on the show and I would see certain people drinking and, you know, obviously small, well, except for two, they were able to like handle it and they didn't, so I'm like, all right, you know, I could fucking, you know, I'll, I'll whip it out on this show. I'm, I'm not a bitch. I don't feel like I need to hide nothing, you know. So I started drinking on the show, and then I started to notice pretty quickly that I was starting to be off my game. Not only that, you know, everybody else started to notice too, so they would say certain things, and I didn't like that too much. Mm. But that made it worse, and it just made me keep drinking more and more and more. And then the other night, it was like that fucking, I was like, nah, I can't do that again, because I was too off. If I, and everybody else was like, no, you were fine, but I could tell I was off. So it bothered, it bothered me. I, I've never done that before, you know, so it bothered me. Even when my, the guy that was like my father figure died last February, I still did a two hour show and didn't flinch. You know, obviously it was a tribute to him, but I still didn't flinch. And, but I, I fucked up the other night, man. I definitely did. I go back and I hate myself for that show. Like, I really do. I hate the fact that I was totally not into what I was doing. And I was fucking, you know what I mean? It was horrible. Horrible. Just a slip up. I want to get, don't get, you yeah. know, you know that you did it. You know that you had yeah. a slip up. So just moving forward. Like exactly. Said, That's gross. what I'm doing now. Every day is a new day. It's gross. Exactly. Like last night, I was, I was 100% last night. I was so yeah. proud of myself. You know what I mean? So, I'm proud of you too. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate that, man. You know, a lot of people hit me up over that, too, so it was cool. But what really did it was, all right, we fuck with Andrew a lot, you know what yeah. I mean? Because he loves it, you know what I mean? Because he likes to be treated like everybody else because the home that he lives in, they treat him like a kid. Right. You know, so I try to treat him like the 26-year-old man that he is. So what we do is we fuck with him. We give him, a, we give him his own sports segment. But a lot of times we, we fuck with him during it. Like I'll pull up pictures of him when he come out of the bathroom with his dick out and we had to put an emoji over it. Or like fucking he'll he'll fall asleep and I'll fuck with his Alexa. I'll be like, Alexa, play Lamb of God. You know? <laughs> and he'll fucking what the fuck? Like and then he'll wake up with a smile on his face, you know, because he loved that shit. But then right. so one of the viewers came at him. Like came came at me over it, you know what I mean? Acted like I committed blasphemy or something. And this was already after like three or four shows where I felt like I had to apologize to somebody. So what I did was I made a bit and I, and I called it the TGB episodic apology tour. 
So now every time I feel like I have to apologize for something, I pull that graphic up. I'm like, all right, let me just say something right here. <laughs> you know, and that's only because this viewer came at me and I never expected that. Because if you've been watching long enough, you know that I've always been Andrew's biggest advocate, you know, especially at first. Because I was buying everything he was selling. You know what I mean? Everything he told me, I believed him. But then I started finding out certain things so I would relax a little bit and I let him handle his own shit, you know, whatever. And people took that as I was treating him, you know, wrong or I was, you know, because I would sit, I would talk about certain things that go on in the, in the home and shit, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I told the story about he was joking off one day. I, I told the story he was joking off one day that the nurse walked in and it came on him, you know, like, because that's a true story. Oh, but shit. I always... Yeah, but I you always put, you just put a fan you just put a fantasy in Alex's head for later tonight. Hey, there you go, there you yeah. go. Um, I'm I'm gonna use that later. When I, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna use that one later when I call oh, only if you're wearing the nurse's outfit, man. Oh, there think you go. Hey, there sure. you go. But like like I said, I'm gonna use that that uh, fantasy later when I call Jasmine after the show. But anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no. Uh, I love Andrew, man. There's not, there's nothing I wouldn't do for the kid. I wish I actually lived near him because I would help him. You know, I would motivate him. I would. I told him if I was there, bro, you would be off there, fast and on your feet with no time to beat your meat, bro. He, he would be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And cause that's how I would treat him, dude. I wish I could take that kid in with me because I would, I would let him experience life. He's 26 years old and he, he's never, you know, he's never been to like a stripper, a strip club or a fucking, even a whorehouse. You know, yeah. not, that, not that I would take him to a whorehouse, but I'm just saying, you know. But I'd take him to a whorehouse, you know. <laughs> no, I'd get in trouble if I did that now. And I'm not trying to do that, you know what I'm saying? Canadians are dangerous people. You don't understand. <laughs> Half my team is Canadian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's my God. Hey, I say we're going to have to do a boombastic tour and go up to Canada, man. I've been telling you that for years, man. Just want to go to Hawaii. I'm down, I'm down, bro. I'm down. If you're in, I'm down. Hey, bro. I hear prostitution's legal up there, so you know. Is that true, Jasmine? I don't think is so. It? I need a new job. Is that true? It is. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm to a buy sex. I need what? a new job. I need a new job. Fuck it. I'll be gay for pay for that one. Just no, just no entry. Twenty bucks. <laughs> the uh, I'll, I'll pay. I'll pave the way in hand jobs. How about that? <laughs> fist over fist. So hey, you gotta make money somehow, right? Prostitution, yeah. Prostitution is legal in Canada. I think it should be legal everywhere. I think it should be one of those things. I think. Oh yeah. I, I, I don't hate on horse. They gotta get. They gotta get their bag they too, do, man. You know, if they did like a, you know, they give them the proper, like, like fucking health insurance and stuff. And you, I'm saying though, no, I'm live, you know, make, I'm saying at a certain point of like, you know, almost get it does kind of awkwardly almost make it like that's a, like, off like an assembly line, which is kind of awkward. But like in yeah. a situation like that. You could like if if women wanted to do it or gentlemen wanted to do it. If yeah. there was their choice, I say it's their choice. Exactly. Like check this. Like check this. It's their body. It's their body. They exactly. can do whatever they want with I it. I happen That's to feel. 
I happen to feel drugs should be the same way too. No, no, I was I was just gonna get to that. The yeah. only reason why drugs are illegal, except for weed now, obviously, yeah. is because there's no way for the government to fucking tax them. Yeah. If there was a way for the government to tax each drug dealer, drugs, they wouldn't give a fuck. Because in some countries, they have heroin houses where they give people fucking clean rigs, yeah. and they have a little cubby hole like they're in school, and they can go there and shoot their dope. Buck milk. You know, yeah, I'm exactly. A, book a fucking book exactly, exactly, a book nook. I'm going to drift away in the book nook today. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's what they do, bro. And I'll tell you what, it's like, it's like the fucking enterprise of crackheads. You know what I'm saying? Right. They're all down there like zombies, like a nation of, like the scene from New Jack City. A bunch of nation of zombies just chilling. I, you know, I, so one day I think it'll all be legal and I think there will, there'll be, there'll be, you ever see Coma, the movie Coma, where everybody's got to plug in? I, I think drugs, movie. drugs, well, they'll handle depression that way. Where yeah, if you're depressed, we're going to let you sleep for three years until you forget about it. There you go. But that I makes can... depression worse, though, if you sleep. Well, they, they just want you to pay for the three years rent. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah, yeah. like, <laughs> that's all they really True care story. about. But like, um, yeah, I, you, well, you bring up the alcohol, dude. I always hate on alcohol. I think it's fucking awful. Weed is definitely the better of the two, for sure. Well, since um, you just said that, I got to hang up, bro. I guess there you go. Good. See, there you go. Respect. Even though we're, we're giving respect to weed, he's burning some weed leaves alive right now. I hear him screaming in the fucking bowl. They go, ah! We're melting. You know what I mean? But... <laughs> Way better, way better all around, I think, for everything, you know what I mean? You can, Even easier to, like, pull yourself out of if you have too much or something. Nobody oh, really overdoses on the weed. You know, you get nah, the- brother, I'll tell you what. Yeah. Uh, when I was heavy in the drugs, I wasn't smoking weed at all, bro. Cause well, I people, know, heavy I drug dealers hate weed because it's not right. a high enough high. That's the thing. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. When I was shooting dope, bro, I didn't care about weed. I mean, when I got arrested that year, I had a big bag of weed, but it... I was saving her for 420. It was just a I, pillow. He just used yeah. it for a pillow, dude. He didn't need to smoke it. Basically, no, I was handing out to the homeless, bro. I, yeah. I would do that shit. No, for real. Well, I'm, not, I'm, not even, I'm not even bullshitting. Every year, um, at least I don't do it anymore, but yeah. I did it for about five years. Every year I would buy like an ounce of weed, not like expensive shit, you know, because right, they're right. homeless. They, you know, they don't know what fuck fucking good fucking gases you know they don't know about that shit so i would buy like an ounce of weed and i would fucking put i would make like bags and shit and i'd just go hand out dimes you know what i mean like i didn't give a fuck it's like yo you're already homeless you know let that help you out a little bit you know what i mean boombasta cast on halloween used to hand no bags of uh, catnip and it was tricky hey with yeah, trick trick or treat. Oh, hey hey Hey, you got all those uh, ladies in the cat leotards going uh, crazy. So, I mean, hey, hey, that's my reason. <laughs> not too far, huh? I have. Have you ever tried smoking catnip, though? Catnip? No, no, I haven't. I did that shit when I was like 16, bro. People claim that it actually got them high. I remember yeah, no, that. That's a bunch of bullshit. It just tastes like shit. I remember when people were claiming they were smoking like cinnamon or something like that, and it was kind of <laughs> high. Or something. Well, what did get you high is if you take an orange peel yeah. and, you, and you put the orange peel out, because they did this in jail. Yeah. Um, if you fucking put the orange peel and you, on the windowsill and you let it for about a week, they'd smoke it when it dried, and they said that got them high. I was never stupid enough to try that shit. I was just smoking. 
It probably also yeah. took 40 years off their life, too. That too. Well, they're already in prison, so the government... I guess so, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> that's true, that's true, that's true. But, Orange pill, though, that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's better than... I mean, dude, I've I've smoked joints in jail that were smuggled into ass crack. Did it get that yeah. extra flavor to it? I wasn't thinking about that. But I'd like to bad. hope it was put in a sandwich it, bag. It, it was bad enough we were smoking out of the toilet, dude. You had to fucking... Uh, you had to put the mattress on the toilet, get the water out of the toilet with the pressure and shit. This way you could blow the smoke through the toilet. And when you flush that shit, it just, cause, you know, if you flush the toilet when you're sitting on it in jail after taking a shit, you'll probably suck your guts out through your asshole. Right. right. That's how, that's how fucking heavy the pressure is. I'm, uh, I'm always intrigued by whole, like prison made alcohol and drugs. Oh, I could, I could tell you a little bit. Let's I take a little you. venture into the I world. I could tell you a little something. Alcohol like, and drugs. Well, not prison, county jail, not prison. That works guys. just as good. Never been Should I take I, notes so we can write a book so yeah. we can like just send them out free I mean, for I, everyone who me goes Me and Owen are going to write a cookbook. Hey, yo, we'll figure this out. All right. <laughs> I, stuff. I have some palsy, right? I, and, you know, I'm not, like, that's why I love Andrew so much. Because I look at him and I see my life when I was a kid. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, all right, when I was his age, in 2011, I was heavy into my fucking shit. I stole a bunch of shit to keep going, you know. So I fucking wound up with, like, three felonies right off the bat, plus the felony I had the year before. And I think I got, and I got caught with that bag of weeds. I got a weed charge. So I did, I signed for, I didn't want to go to prison. They wanted to send me for four years, but then they were like, well, we'll probably be institutionalized. So they offered me 10 months and right off the bat, I knew they gave you five, five days a month, good time right off with, hmm. you know, right off top. And then I knew because I couldn't go be a trustee that I could probably get some, because we have the American with Disabilities Act. So that entitled me to, to the, to the trustee time anyway. So I got another month. So I wound up doing seven out of ten from April to November. Or actually from, yeah, from April to November, I got uh, sentenced in May. Um, I thought, people thought I was going to have a hard time, bro. I rocked that bitch. I was, I, I was, I was curious how, how that went. Yeah. They, they, they called, they used to joke around and call me the podfather. But, <laughs> Podfather, I like yeah, that. Cause I knew everybody. I knew everybody. It was like a high school, it was like a high school reunion. Up You're still the Podfather now of podcasting when you there think. There you go. There you go. There you I go. I dig that. I think I'm going to use that moniker now. Like, you definitely yeah, should. You gave you it to me. It, man. Yeah, there you go. You gave it to me. I, oh, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. But I, uh, all right. What, what happened was a lot of the people that worked in there, a few of them were my friends because I actually hung out with them on the outside. Because not all COs and cops are good people. They smoke weed and do drugs too. They just don't get caught for it. Well, that don't make you bad, people. Uh, but you know what? But, <laughs> I know what you mean. Society yeah. So anyway, so fucking like, I my mom was best friends with the sergeant, his wife and shit. And I had actually had like Thanksgiving dinner at their house and all that. So when I got in there, like as soon as some of the COs knew who I was, they started fucking with me. Mm. And one of the things that they would try to do is get me to straighten up a bookshelf. Like, put the bookshelf in alphabetic order. And I'd be like, fuck you. Nuh-uh. You wouldn't make the other man do it. I ain't doing that shit. You know? And they're like, well, uh, if you don't do it, we're going to lock down the whole pot. Now, mind you, half of these fucking books are, like, torn apart and fucking pages missing. The only book that's together is the Bible. 
You know, so something to that almost. Yeah, you know what I mean? Well, I, I mean, you know, people that go to jail, they always happen to find God in that hole. You, you know? got to God, yeah. God's chilling in jail. I don't know how the fuck that's going down. But big fan of Oz. Yeah. yeah, he's hiding behind the toilet. You know, yeah. next, yeah, <laughs> next that's to why, the bud. That's behave, why, Alex. Behave. That, that's why the toilet has so much pressure when you flush. Okay, God's <laughs> trying go. to suck the badness, yeah. the sin out of you. Uh, the only Ow. downside is going through the. He ass. gonna get. He gonna get to them guts either We're way. Out <laughs> so 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 I guess he's kind of gay anyway. So I don't know why. What what's wrong with gays in the Bible? I, I mean, know. if he's trying to get the sin out of your ass, that. Well, if you read the Bible like that, I, uh, I don't know. I didn't never read. It. I never read it like that. So I. Uh, so anyway, um, like I said, the books are all torn apart. Put the shit. So. The rest of the people were like, no, fuck that. I don't want to ride with you. They were willing to all get locked down because these cops were fucking with me. That's how much respect I had. That's cool. And then there was this one CEO that was always cool. His name was Deputy Roman. He was actually pretty cool. He gave me the name, nickname Hot Wheels on the first day. And he was always cool with me because he'd seen that I had, you know, I had a cool attitude. I wasn't one of these motherfuckers that was going to talk shit to him. Yeah. And so he used to fuck with me every day and it was hilarious. Well, one day he'd come in there. They used to do med call at like early ass, 6 30 in the morning. We're all dead sick because they just woke us up at four for yeah. breakfast. You eat breakfast at three in the morning, three, four in the morning, lunch at 10 30, fucking dinner at 3 30. So if you ain't got no food, bro, you starving mm. for the next 14, 15 hours. You know what I'm saying? But he come in there for May call and he screamed so loud, bro. And I forgot where I was. And I was like, shut the fuck up. I forgot where the fuck I was. So next thing I know, he makes us all get up and come out of the cell. So my, my one bunkie is like, we were in 10 man cells. Uh, he goes, I think he heard you all. And I was like, I don't give a fuck. We're in jail, bro. <laughs> like, so we all go out to the day room and everybody's like, who the fuck did that? Who the fuck did that? And I'm like, yo, I did that. And they all start laughing. They're like, yo, dude, the dude in the wheelchair got the biggest balls. You know, <laughs> so they wanted somebody to come up there to knock on the window so they could yoke at him and so they could bring him behind that glass where you can't see him and he wanted to yoke him up. So I go and knock on the door, and I'm like, yo, Deputy Roman Corporal, it was me, you know. And he's like, nah, I couldn't be you, Hot Wheels, couldn't be you. Because he couldn't bring me out there and slam me up against that glass, you know what I mean? So the next thing I know, I'm sitting there, because I'm looking back at like 60 other motherfuckers that want to go back to sleep. So I'm sitting there, and I'm still tapping on that glass, and Corporal answers, answers again. He's like, just don't do that next time. Just don't do that. I'm like, all right. And I turn around, and everybody starts cheering. <sighs> Cause fucking it was me. Anybody else would have got their ass whooped. <laughs> you know, the first story with those COs, dude. If the, if the if the other inmates didn't like you, if they would have, they, they would have fucking killed you, man. Know, been a death sentence. No, nah, they wouldn't have killed me, but I definitely would have got my ass kicked. Cause one time I seen a fight happen so fast, I I I'm not even sure if I seen that shit. Yeah, you know what I mean. It was between two of my bunkies. And I guess one dude reached over another dude's tray, and that's like a no-no. Like, and dude was like, "You want to go back behind them showers?" And the tall ass black dude was like, "Yeah." Oof. So they go back, and I swear to God, bro, all you heard was "bing bam boom." I don't play that shit, and I swear to God, bro, it was like it didn't even happen. But here comes my homeboy David, all shit, all split. 
I'm like, bro, that was the quickest fight I ever fucking heard, bro. Like, <laughs> well, I thought they were handling it over a game of Twister. I know they were fighting. Fuck. Nah, they were, nah. <laughs> uh, believe it or not, bro, there was some homo shit. Not that there's anything wrong with being gay, but there was some homo shit. You can't get on that. Yeah. Like the first, the first time I was in there, they used to hand, they buy jars of peanut butter, right? Jars of peanut butter. And this one gay dude, everybody was cool with him. Everybody knew he was gay. They didn't care. He would eat nut, nut, nut butters with peanut butter. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And he would eat, you know what I mean? He'd eat that shit fucking, with the fucking shit. So that I did that just for Jasmine, by the way. You heard that? You know what I mean? She likes that. But, uh, uh, so, next thing you know, it's like nighttime and he's sleeping and he farts. But when he farts, he shits over the wall. So they thumped him up for that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Next thing you know, there's a guy going to prison. He's on the second tier. And he comes back from court. He finds out he's doing like 20 years, right? He's like, yo, I'm going to prison tonight. I'm looking for that man, China. If you need any, <laughs> if you need any fucking commissary, I'm in the top middle cell, right? Next thing you know, you see the little homo go up. <laughs> I'm like, all right, just put that sheet up, bro. <laughs> you're giving Alex so much stuff to fucking think about tonight later that you don't even oh, understand man. I did see his eyes get wide right there is that why <laughs> all three of his eyes uh, yeah yeah, He's yeah. Open. what was the craziest uh, drug you've seen in the fucking in the system jail? Uh, <laughs> the craziest drug I did was or like usage of it like using I can uh, give you two of them I can give you two of them the best <laughs> The best one was uh, the weed, because I didn't even know we were getting high that day. I just like, I was in the cell chilling next to I know dude's like, you smoke? I'm like, is a fat kid like cake, bro? Yeah. And next you know, we were high watching the NBA finals. Uh, the second time was a homemade rig. Probably some of the best dope I ever seen, but I was so scared shitless of that rig, bro, because it was tied up with a fucking rubber band. I'm like, yo, I'm gonna have a needle floating around in my face, and they're gonna have to cut me open from my shoulder to get that hoe out. Yeah, it was all good. I almost died though, because <laughs> I had I had done that shit in like six months at that point. Next thing I know, I'm face down in my pillow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the best night sleep he had in the whole time he was there. Not in the whole seven months. Fuck yeah. Jail is about sleep when you can, not when you want to, sir. Yeah. <laughs> that motherfuckers don't let you sleep for nothing. And then if you're the motherfucker keeping people up, if you sleep the next day, they'll come by right over your fucking door, kick at your shit. Yeah. Yeah. People are deadly in that house like that. Dude. I yeah, I got out like right before Thanksgiving too. I was happy. My original release date was like two days before Christmas Eve, but that ADA shit bumped me down to November fifteenth. <laughs> yeah, so right before Thanksgiving, it's coming yeah, up. Yeah, Anniversary's coming up actually. Nah, I don't pay attention to that no more, bro. It's been like twelve years now, so yeah, I don't pay attention to more. The first year, the first year, I was like, "Holy shit, it's been a year already!" But after that, I never looked at it. You better have not do probably. You know what I mean? I mean, I never, other than one time, I'd never been back there. I went back one time for like six hours. Yeah. It was a, it was a, a domestic thing with my ex-girlfriend. It was dumb, too. I'm not even going to get into it. I don't, <laughs> I don't want nobody else mad. Uh, so I don't want to get into that shit. You know what I mean? But, 
So, yeah, that was my jail story. Jasmine, I know you did 30 years maximum security. You want to get a little <laughs> bit into that when you were in prison? <laughs> Very large. Very large. Um, sure did not. <laughs> my notes, whoever, the person who does my notes fucked up. That's all I got to yeah, say. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry about that, bro. It's a typo. <laughs> 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 so we got, you know, TGB started up. We got Bobby Nick, Scott. No, no. When it first started up, it was just me, Andrew, Marco, and Goose. And then one day, Bobby Nick was in the comments, and he said something. And I was like, yo, bro, you want to come on? The first time he came on was that four-hour stream I was telling you about. Yeah. But we hadn't done that. So his, his second appearance is technically his first. But he's been on with me since, like, January or like maybe late, late, late December, right before the new year. Yeah. And he's been on every, he's, he's basically my executive producer. He does everything. He's my, I put him in, you know, on a stream yard, they got this thing where you can put somebody in the second chair where they can pretty much control everything that, that, uh, you do. Mm. And that's what he does. All I do now is talk. He pretty much runs everything else. I trust that, I trust that dude with my life. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Well, that's, that's a good deal. I wish we had some folks like that to fucking. We got to do it all ourselves, and there's we no got one else. Go actually, so we can't complain. Hey, yeah, man. well, hey, yeah, you want a pretty good shop over here, bro? I like it. You know, Thank I'm you, digging sir. it. Thank I'm digging it. Yeah, there's 13 people behind the scene making sure this runs as smoothly as <laughs> Matter of fact, if you ever want me to come back, bro, I'll come back. We'd love you. to have you back. Yeah. Man. We'd love to have you back. Heck yeah! I know you're a big wrestling fan as well. You know, yeah, not so much today. Not so much well, today. Shit. I don't even consider a wrestler. Anymore. But no, today, today is pretty garbage. Now, if you're talking about the '80s, some, even course. some, even some before my time, like oh, the late '60s, '70s. You know what I'm saying? I'm into all that shit. Like, yeah, I'm like an encyclopedia with that shit. You can ask me anything. I fucking like, oh yeah. Well, who's your fa- Who's your favorite wrestler? All time. All time. Now, now, are you talking about wrestler or character? Ooh, that's a good. Yeah, yeah, you got that. We'll go character. I always like character. Character, my favorite character of all time. Well, as a child, my I'm a Hulkamaniac all the way through, like no doubt to this day, you know. But I I look at him differently now. I you know what I'm saying. I, I look. I, I definitely don't look at Hulk Hogan like I used to when I was a kid. He was my end all be all. Like I had a real life superhero. Yeah. You know, most kids have Batman, Superman, fucking whatever, Wonder Woman, whatever. I had fucking Hulk Hogan. That I've said real, that before. You know yeah, yeah, that was my that was my real. You know, he was what I believed in. You know, he yeah. was fun, you know what I'm saying. But favorite wrestler of all time, no doubt, Shawn Michaels. Who? Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels, the heartbreak kid. Yeah, character. Just the way he was able to fucking do what he did and didn't give a fuck. He dressed like a complete a complete fucking weirdo and nobody yeah. gave a shit. Chat. Nah, yeah, but now he's now he's running it, dude. And yeah. it's kind of it's kind of funny to see the two dudes that everybody was scared of in the late nineties are, are the ones that are running the company now. It's fucking amazing. That's why they were afraid yeah. of him in the late nineties because they knew where. No, they were afraid of him in the late nineties because he was fucked up on drugs at the time and he did not give a shit. He would go out on TV and say whatever he fucking wanted to, and didn't give a fuck. And it was awesome. And that's where and not not gonna lie. As an early teenager, he influenced how I, my attitude, like, definitely. 
I definitely took a lot of that on. Like, I, I love being that way. That's where my confidence comes from. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I've always been a confident dude, and part of that has a lot to do with that character. Because, you know, I, I, I always wanted to be that cool. Yeah. I, yeah, I think that's why his gimmick works so well. You know? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I always wanted to be that cool. So I always tried, I even started growing my hair out like that. You know, yeah. just, like, I have long hair down to my fucking, middle of my back right now. You know? I had long hair once in my life. It was alright, maybe I'll bring it back. Was that, you're like, was that in your 30s? It was actually. <laughs> I, I, uh, uh, no, I'm just kidding, bro. What are you, like, 32, 33 years old? I'm your age. I'm 39, I think. Well, you're giving me a year. I'm 38, bro. Don't rush me, all right? Yeah, don't <laughs> worry. A few more months. You know, pretty soon I'm going to look like that. It happens. <laughs> it happens, man. It happens. You know, I got this fur coat behind me from when I used to wrestle. Yeah, I was about to ask you, bro. Is that a fur coat right there? It's like bro? a weird, uh, it's like a shoulder deal. I was oh, in, uh, it's a cape. My, yeah, my, gra- my, grandmother had, my grandmother had it on her couch and was going to, like, throw it out. And I said, you can't throw that out. I got to, like, put that on my chair. Is it real? I believe it's real, yeah. Oh, dude, you got a couple hundred bucks in on your chair. There's no right? head on it. They blew that off. But <laughs> normally that's how that works, right? The rest of the butt, I, I prefer them to give them like fentanyl overdoses. Oof, then, oof, bro. I live in Florida, bro. I live in Florida. That fentanyl is going crazy down here, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's why I quit doing drugs. That fentanyl well, that is why I quit. trouble. Yeah, that's why guys, I quit doing drugs. Are you guys flying in for the Aaron Carter funeral? Uh, definitely not. No. If you if you didn't see that coming, which is a very sad situation, if you didn't see that kid dying before the age of forty, I like, thought that he was so famous that that he he probably wouldn't because he was getting the right cleaner drugs. But I guess you can't even can't even get the cleaner drugs nowadays. He was out of his mind. He was out of his mind. If you watch his last live where he was talking about everybody was trying to kill him, he was out of his fucking mind. He. He overdosed and went to pull and drown. I guarantee that's exactly what the fuck happened. Because he was out of the fuck. All he do, all he would do on his lives is talk shit to people. That's all he would do. Even the people that were being nice to him. He was like, oh, what do you want? Money? You fucking asshole. Like, I feel bad for the, bro- I feel bad for the dudes. I feel bad for his family because nobody should die before their time. But, yeah. you know, like, what the fuck, dude? You should have. I, I feel bad for his family and everybody that cared about him, but he was definitely a fucking piece, piece, piece of shit. Piece of shit. There was a big headline of his neighbor that they, they, they asked his neighbor for like a statement about him. And usually that's when you say the best thing you can say about somebody. Yeah. And the only good thing they can say is that we're glad he's not in our neighborhood anymore. Wow. But let me say, I, I should take that back a little bit because I did learn over the last couple of days that he would do shit like he uh, took a homeless woman in and made him, made her his uh his man. He was paying her money to clean the house. That's so so he would do shit like that. So you know maybe he wasn't a complete piece of shit, but the way he would, the way I would see him talk to people, yeah, he was a piece of shit. You know? I remember he accused a couple of years ago. He accused his brother, it's Nick, right, Nick, of being a rapist, of being a, a rapist. rapist. Yes. Yeah. He just life. said that. He just said that on his last live. He just said that again on his live. He said his brother was trying to kill him because he accused him of being a rapist. 
it's like uh, Isaac Cappy. You guys get down with Isaac Cappy? Is that name? When he, he was like a maybe B-level actor that started coming out about all these Hollywood elites. You know, Tom Hanks was the biggest name that he dropped. And uh, and then he like died and then he died shortly after. And there was like a weird thing with Tom Hanks is like he Instagrammed like a picture of the, the highway overpass where the dude yes. like, killed yeah. himself. Yeah. And they say that right around that time, they said when um, the conspiracy goes that when Tom Hanks and his wife fleed here, like during COVID, when they left here, that they weren't really leaving for COVID. They were leaving because the, the pedophilia laws are less over there. So that was like a conspiracy deal too. Like oh yeah. You ever check out that, uh, that this is dude, he, he says he's like a white boy or whatever, 1090 Jake on YouTube? Yeah. yeah all right, well, he, uh, he fucking, uh, he did it. There's this one YouTuber, I forget, one YouTuber, I forget his name, but he was like, Miko Worldwide, Miko Worldwide, there it is. Mm. You see how that shit happened right off the top of the Miko Worldwide. Uh, he fucking... He's like a big YouTuber here in America, but he went yeah. over to other countries to supposedly molest little boys. Okay. Like, and, but he was going in the hoods in America, like trying to be all gangster and shit. But then he was like fucking going to, to like third world countries to like get boys and shit. They're really I, fucking sick, dude. Yeah, I believe yeah. that. I, I think it's like a lot of that entertainment, you know, that like kids that get into uh, the I huge. I don't, I don't know what kind of entertainment that is. I, well, not I entertainment, not I, 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 I but I'm just saying, I think that in that field, you see a lot of that. I'm in other kind of entertainment, you know, like um, actual vagina and things like that. <laughs> you know, you know not, 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 uh, not little boys and all that kind of weird shit. You know, like half of the rappers in America are fucking, I think they're fucking like that. I know you get so. What do you? I know you're a hip hop fan. What do you like for hip hop? Uh, I like a little bit of everything, but I can get down with a, a little bit of everything. A little bit of hip hop, uh, old school rock, metal. Where uh, I, I switch, bro. I, I like actually before the show, I, I I come in there and I do like I call it pre gaming where I smoke and I jam out for a little while. What'd you I, listen to? I, a little bit of everything, bro. I can go from I can go from Tupac to fucking Panic at the Disco. Fucking a little bit of Blink One Eight Two, fucking Offspring. I heard fucking. that. I heard that Panic at the Disco lead singer was trouble. Yeah, oh, yeah, fucking know. wild. Yeah, yeah, dude. Kill Switch Engage, fucking Breaking Benjamin. Uh, fuck man, a little bit of Project Pat. Uh, I seen. I seen you drinking a Fago tonic. A little, a little ICP, a little, a little old school ICP. I've never really been a huge. ICP fan, but yeah. when they, I know that they're, uh, they're basically self-trained wrestlers, and they, you know, the first time I ever saw ICP, I mean, I know a lot about the inner city posse and, you know, all that, the old school, yeah. where ICP came from, I learned all about that, but when I first saw them was in 1997, when they went to one of the ECW pay-per-views with Violent J still had his dreads, yeah. and he almost lost his, he almost lost his, his hearing in his one ear, because Rob Van Dam kicked him so hard yeah. in the head, so I, I, and then they went to WWF, and they were there, for, and I even know the story behind that, they, they didn't have a contract, they did a deal where, where WWF was supposed to play their commercials. Right. And they never did. Yeah, yeah. And then they went, and then the last time I actually heard anything about them in wrestling was like, I knew, I know they still do the JCW shit, 
when that first started, it was actually like a joke, if you remember. It was juggling champion shit wrestling. And the volume one is probably one of the funniest fucking things I've ever seen in your life. And then they did, and then I know about the strangle mania and, you know, Lama Namanumi and Cactus Sack and Hollywood Chuck Hogan and all, you know, I I know, you know, and they even paid Mick Foley a lot of money when they first met him because he said, what about you using my, my death, my death matches and shit. So they wrote him, they wrote him a check right there, but he never cashed it. Oh, really? Yeah, he never cashed it. But, uh, they wrote him a, cause they're, you know, if you've ever seen any of their shoot interviews on YouTube, they, that's some of the greatest shit ever, especially Shaggy, bro. I, I like Shaggy a little bit better cause he's more, you know, he's real. Yeah. You know, he, like, he does crazy shit like time he tries to drop kick Fred Durst off stage. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. you know, or the time Michael Awesome almost killed Shaggy by powerbombing oh. onto the bus and he slid off. Yeah, like, dude, oh my god, bro. So, yeah, I know a lot about them, but I, like, I do have a couple favorite songs, like, uh, Chicken Hunting. Classic. And the original version of The Greatest Show. Not the, not the wrestling version, the, the real version. One of swears. Um, I like, uh, Please Don't Hate Me, which is one of my songs. Of course, The Dating Game. Yeah. You know, like, I, I remember when they played that on a, a fucking radio station when it came out and they had all funny censors in there and shit. And I laughed my ass off. Yeah. But yeah, I've never really been like a juggalo. Cause you never meet, like, well, I have a friend that's a so-called juggalo and she wasn't like that in high school. That happened like, I, you'll never meet a juggalo that's younger than 40. You know, or late 30s. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You know. But I feel bad for Violent J because I know he's got that fucking like heart failure shit going yeah. on. He know, just girlfriend just passed away too. Uh, yeah, he looks like a totally different dude now, bro. It's wild. He looks like he doesn't even look like himself anymore. Even painted up, he don't look like himself. Yeah, anymore. well, again, old dude, they're like they're fifty something years old. Yeah, but Shaggy still but, looks like himself. Yeah, he does. Shaggy had this weird fucking. He had this big thing on his eye for a while, for a little bit. But yeah, he, he didn't paint his face for a minute. Yeah, that was the only thing that didn't age him. Yeah, but yeah, he's but, pretty. With the makeup, they're pretty eight. Jay just looks weird because he lost so much weight. All that weight, bro. Yeah. yeah. It just oh my looks god. But no, I do like Fago, bro. Fago is definitely my favorite server. It started out as a joke on the show. You know what I'm saying? Because I never. Most of the time, I always had Pepsi and shit. Because I never was able to get to the same lot up by me. Yeah, That's yeah. where they have it. But my favorite is the uh, the pineapple orange. I'm drinking a Coke right now, but my. Yeah. Uh, I get the fagos good because it's, it's like the fruitier. I always was a sweeter, yeah. fruitier. Uh, like the cotton candy. That should give you oh, diabetes. But, uh, I had a weird, I had a diabetes scare years back where I almost died. Do you know what I mean? I just said that. It'll give you the diabetes. Yeah. And fucking cotton candy. Like the my last hurrah before almost dying was when cotton candy came into the picture. I still have, like, 20, 20 ounces. Somewhere they're, like, all boiled out, like, raisins because they've been chilling in the cooler for fucking, you know, 10 years. Yeah, hey, I'll give you my address, bro. Second line through. They'd probably kill you if you drank it, dude. Uh, hey, that sugar you know, is probably super sugar right now, and you hey, die of diabetes immediately after swallowing. Hey, hey, I'll have a good time first. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> You'll be buzzing. Exactly. You know what I'm co- saying? Co- I mean, not me. Yeah. <laughs> Jasmine, you get down with Fago soda. You, you look like she you don't look- know what Fago. I gotta send her some. I told her I was gonna send her. Some I soda. do not have. 
I'm Fago in Canada. Yeah, there is no Fago. Are you down with the clown? I don't think she knows. Are you down with, are you, do you like ICP? No, she's an Ariana Grande fan. Oh, really? No. Ariana Grande is. Ariana Grande diehard. Yes. Uh, Diehard? Definitely. Diehard. She wears her (laughs) perfume, she wears her perfume, her makeup, and she has like probably 10 sweaters. (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah. I don't think Ken yeah. is an accurate number, though. <laughs> it's in the, it's in the dead don't die, right? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I think they were gonna, spoiler alert, I think they were going to kill her off like they did. I thought she was going to last a little longer, but they... Don't worry, I don't think I was ever going to watch that movie, though, so I don't it's mind. It's not that bad. <laughs> well, no, I probably would now, because she does, every once in a while, she'll get me to play a song, which I never would have done before. I never right. would have done that. You know what I mean? But she gets me to do that now. Like a, like a, like a sad song or like some type no, of no, girl no, song? Most of the time it's girly, but it's yeah. girly. God, I can't I can't lie, bro. A few of them are not that bad. I honestly... Aha! I've I'm not, you. <laughs> I just recently began... I can, I've come to grips with being able to admit that that Alanis Morissette Jagged Little Pill album is a great album. It actually is, though, dude. Yeah. It's one of the greatest. Yeah. You know what I mean? She likes to touch herself. There ain't nothing wrong with that. You, you, get, down with, <laughs> you get down with the bonfire at all? Podcast? Uh, uh, I've seen them. I don't really... Like, like I, I'm too... All right, let me explain this to you. Yeah. I, uh, I'm too... Like, there are a few podcasts out there that I watch. Right. Not on a regular basis, but when I can watch them. Yeah. You know, but I'm so into what I'm doing. I'm with you. And I'm trying to work on that. Like, I, I always, like, dude, I would love to have you guys come on sometime, bro. We're on, dude. Hey. Consider it yeah. done now. Like, we can collab like a motherfucker, you know what I'm saying, bro? Fuck yeah. You know, like, dude, like, I let Bob Saul host the show, like, the other day. Like, I was laughing so hard. I was like, yo, bro, here you go. Take the spot. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, cause I was laughing too hard, bro. It was, I couldn't <laughs> stop. It was fucking great. But, um, yeah, dude, I, fuck, dude, I'd love to have you guys come on for real, man. Oh, we're all for it, man. Oh, uh, yeah. I but like I, that. I'm, I'm just too into what I'm doing. Really. Like, Bobby Nick, he fucking spends so much money on podcasts every month. It's ridiculous. I don't, don't tell anybody I don't spend money, but I listen to him on. Yeah. Uh, but like that's Spotify how much of a, that, when I that's work, much, I listen to him, man. That's how much of a fan he is, though. He's a dead, like, dude. We got, like, I told you about those dudes. I don't want to mention no names, but I told you about them dudes, right? Yeah. Remember when I hit you up about them dudes? Probably, yeah. All right. He want, dude, like, he he was a fan of them out of nowhere. Whatever. I, I support the dude. He's like my brother. So I'm like, whatever. Just leave it there. Don't bring it. Just, if you want to go on there, go on there. Just don't bring right. it. You know what I'm saying? So, like, um, he, he he wanted us to be cool with them. You know what I mean? That's what his angle was. But we couldn't, we felt like we couldn't do that because of the situation that went down. I'll tell you about that another time, but these dudes are fucking, they're out there, bro. They, they, they try to be like shock jocks, you know? Yeah. But they have a lot of the same connections that I got, bro. They've been on like in hot water and shit. You know what I mean? Like that's what they, they've sat in those chairs, you know what I yeah. mean? My, I just don't understand why they gotta, you know, you don't have to talk about the shit you talk about. You've already been somewhere to work off that. You right. Know, like, I don't, I'm sure you know who Kish is, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, shout out to Richard Kish. Shout man. out Kish, that, man. That, that dude fucking, I'll tell you what, he promotes 
all of our shit that he always, you know, and he, and he told me that I earned it. You know what I mean? And that was so cool because we used to talk about, like, privately, me and everybody, like, how cool would it be to get him recognized? You know what I mean? Like, and then, uh, he just started doing it and every show now, boom, 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 you know, and it's awesome. I fucking love it. You know, every once in a while, he'll pop up in the chat. You know, he's going to come on eventually too. Yeah. Uh, Jukebox Andrew, same thing. Shout out to Jukebox, man. Good people, guy. People don't understand out there, like, you know, how important just a share is and stuff like that. The support of helping yeah. get the especially, word out there. It's huge. Especially when you're able, like me, I could, I'm down with everybody. Dude. Like, I would have been very open to fucking with those guys. You know what I'm saying? I, if it wouldn't have went down like it did, bro, I was, I was 100% for it. You know, like, all right, let's start a little cool podcast, beat, whatever. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll bump off each other. You know, you know, you know what I mean? Right. But it just didn't go down that way. It went a whole nother way. And then I'm not on Twitter. So I had to hear about all this other side of the shit that was going on that I didn't have anything to fucking do with. My name was all up in it. Yeah, you know, yeah. so yeah. So that's why that, but. I try to feel people out now. You know what I mean? I try like now, like Stormy, she's awesome. Shout out to Stormy. Right. She got shout out Stormy. She's she cool. got us a fucking merch store now, bro. We oh. fucking. I matter of fact, I should have had. I don't even know what the link is, so I can't even fucking plug it. Read that shit. But, Next time, but I'll tell you what. I'll just send you the link, and you can you can shoehorn it in here somewhere. You know what I mean? Uh, I'll cut a I'll cut an audio clip for you. I'll send it to you. But, uh, yeah, we got a merch store now, which is fucking awesome. Where you get shirts like this. Which, you know what I'm saying? Like, ah, dude, to have this on right now is so cool to me. You know what I mean? Because it, it makes me feel like I did something for the first, for a long, like, for the first time in a long time in my life. I accomplished something. You know what I mean? I mean, dude, in one year, I interviewed Bob Levy, Brent Hatley, Benny D'Agostino, uh, Anthony Zenhauser. Uh, Rob Saul, Chris Ables. Yeah. Uh, Rich Carucci, shout out to Rich Carucci, one of the funniest dudes I've ever talked to. Pat Oates was our most recent one. Yeah. Fucking great dude. Hilarious. He actually gave us, he, he actually gave us the idea for a shirt that's based on me because I guess I'm the asshole. Because, yeah, I heard that, remember? Shout out to the POS podcast. They do something where they have a POS of the show or the week or whatever it is. So we made up, we tried to bump off that. And what we did was we used a, a bit that we had done where a, a viewer had sent me a cameo from Kevin Owens, the wrestler Kevin Owens, where he mentions Andrew, the name Andrew in it. And I didn't watch it before we did it because if I would have watched it, I probably would have been like, well, I don't think that's going to fly. Because I had to flip it. I didn't think anybody was going to follow for it, but they did. As a matter of fact, so this one girl that's not even on the show anymore, she's a fucking bitch, so I'm not gonna mention her name. Uh, she started crying. And that's what made me feel bad about it. So I was like, fuck, dude, you done shit on the whole thing before I even have a chance to have fun with it. And then immediately as I saw Andrew's face, cause he, he really thought he was going somewhere, bro. And I'm like, oh, I didn't expect that. I thought everybody would be smarter. Cause there was all kind of cuts in the video and you could yeah. tell it, you know what I mean? Like, but they still fell for it. Even Chris Abels fell for it. Like, oh my God. Because he wanted to, he said, I got $500 to get Andrew a whore. Because, you know, the thing for a while was he was trying to get Andrew late. Yeah. But 
that Andrew just after months and months of jerking off to all these nasty looking vaginas on Twitter. Like, 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 dude, this shit looks like fucking roast beef coming out of a duck's head. Like, uh, <laughs> anyway, fucking, um, he decides that he doesn't want anything used or dirty. Like, it's a fucking used tire or something, bro. Like, like, bro, you're not gonna find any kind of fucking, like, young, pretty pink shit. It's all gonna look like the brown meat in the grocery store. What the fuck do you care? Get your nut off, bro. Cause he only has one nut. Yeah. He revealed that to us one day. He only has one nut. You want to yeah, see that? So he's, he's afraid but, of emptying the juice yeah, out of it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. Right, he, he'd rather come all over his nurses, I guess. But, um. That's a great story, though, man. He, he knew yeah, he had a story on his But I, I'll tell you what, though. I, I tried to tell him, like, bro, you, you'll let them walk in on you jerking off. Why don't you just be like, hey, you want to help a brother out? I would do that. Yeah. Like, Jasmine, don't get mad at the story I'm about to tell, but this is <laughs> legit shit right here. Yeah. All right. In 2000, in the early 2019, I was in the hospital. I had to have knee surgery, and I had to have a couple of debridements on my legs because my legs had got swollen so bad that when the swelling went down, all that all that skin fucking calloused around my leg, like, fucking, like, it was a few inches, you know what I'm saying? So they had to cut that shit off. Um... Uh, so I had to go to a rehab, a physical rehab after that. And, um, I was the youngest dude there. I was only, I think I was only 30 at the time. I think I, I was about to turn 31. And there was a lot of young, a lot of young nurses there. And um, it was put basically like a rehab slash old folks home. Right. And, um, like I wasn't looking for nothing. I'm just me. I'm just being me. I'm fucking talking and I'm, you know, I'm making people laugh and just being me. And then this one, she she had to be, like I said, I was 30. She had to be like early to mid-40s. But you know, she was still young looking. And one night she helped because they wouldn't let me get in bed by myself. And I didn't give a fuck. I would get out of bed by myself every morning. I'd be like, fuck. Why do I do this every fucking time? Well, it wasn't lit, so I don't care. Uh, anyway, um, like, I would get out of bed being, being outside in the courtyard smoking a joint before they knew what happened. Like, I, I, I lived like I was at home anywhere I went. If I, if I could, I'd smoke weed anywhere. I didn't give a shit. Yeah. I had, I had big pens. I had butt. I had papers. I, dude, I was getting the old dudes high. They would do that, bro. Fucking, um, next thing I know, like, she comes in the room to help me, like, uh, fucking get in bed. And, and, you know, you know, I don't have to tell you, but yeah. So then the next day, I go out, my boy James, actually James that we were just talking to on Facebook earlier, Jasmine, he comes to visit me at this place. And we're outside, we're smoking and shit. And the same nurse comes out. And she's like, uh, I think I left my debit card in your bed. I busted open, like, right in front of my boy and shit. And he looked at me like, what the fuck are you doing here, bro? I was like, dude, all I fucking did was be me and make her laugh a couple times. And it was like, you know. And that, dude, next thing I know, she's introducing me to her grandkids and shit. Like, she's not fucking bringing them to anybody else. She's just yeah. bringing them to me. And 
I mean, I, I've been in a couple of drug rehabs like that too with the same shit where you had to have somebody look out real quick, you know, shit like that. Like, I've just always been that type of dude where if I can make somebody laugh half the time, you know, that, you know, or it was, hey, does your dick work? You know, <laughs> you know cerebral palsy and shit. And I would always be like, you want to find out? And that, <laughs> uh, I mean, what else, dude? Like, I'm not, you know, I'm not a fucking weirdo where I'm scared of chicks. You know what I mean? Like, I'm definitely not scared of chicks. Definitely not. Yeah. Now I am. Now I am. Yeah. <laughs> it was before anyway but yeah that's that's me bro like you know i mean i can't say that i've never you know done other weird shit like i've been in other situations where like on like cruise ships and shit but you know that's a little harder because there's a bunch of people around you know and grandma and mama could have walked in the room at any time <laughs> yeah yeah so I've just always been a confident dude like that. I don't even know how that conversation started, but yeah. Hey. Living life. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. I mean, I'm almost forty, you know what I mean? And back in the day when you were forty, you were like half dead. You know, you had one foot <laughs> you had like one foot in the grave you had one foot in the grave and the other one was sweating. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you couldn't even think of forty. You were like, Forty, what the fuck? What the hell is forty? Yeah. You know, now I'm thirty eight. Holy shit. You know what I'm saying? I hope it would just start going backwards now. You know what I'm saying? It speaks up. I'm just saying. I heard it doesn't go backwards, unfortunately. Nah, I heard that too, you know. Sadly. It's a sad situation. You know what I mean? Damn, uh, I'm 41. I guess I got both legs in the grave right now. Who are some ideal dream guests that you would love to have on the podcast? Any, really? Of, of hmm. any, any walk, comedy, anything. Athlete, oh, athlete. I know you for, honestly? Honestly, Trump? Yeah. Tell you tr- honestly, tell you the truth, I think Bob Levy is already the capper, dude. Yeah. I, I honestly don't see it getting no cooler than that. Fuck yeah. Unless he comes back, which I, I hope he does eventually. You know, but he does a lot of shit, so it's kind of hard to fuck, you know what I mean? I mean, I'd, lo- I'd love to kick it with Shirley again, man. I wish I could, you know what I mean? I wish he was the type of dude that would be receptive, you know, but it doesn't seem like he... I mean, I got nothing to respect for the man, but I ain't gonna fuck, you know... I ain't about to beg nobody. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have to. I do. Um, eventually, I've been trying. I've been talking to Gary Wolf. I don't know if you're a wrestling fan too, right? Yeah. Remember ECW back in the day, the Pitbulls. Yeah. Well, Gary Wolf lives in Spring Hill. I'm worried up. I've been trying to link up with him and Danny Spivey as well. So really? hopefully, hopefully, I can get that worked out. I but man. Go ahead. I was gonna say, I was talking to Virgil for a little bit. I was trying to get him. Yeah, but Virgil wants too much money, bro. He's he, sick now too, unfortunately. Yeah, he wanted me to buy his his mobile game before he gave me a follow on Instagram. Ah. Yeah, he wanted me to buy his. He wanted me to spend a dollar for his mobile game. I mean, I did anyway, but I. He, yeah, he hit me up for the mobile game too. You know, he's a yeah, the like mate. the the wrestling shows and we used yeah. to have conventions around here not so much anymore yeah but now he's got cancer and shit which everybody thought was bullshit at first I remember because yeah. remember when he set up a GoFundMe to try to become the million dollar man yeah that's why everybody thought it was bullshit well his gimmick he lives the gimmick that's yeah the- yeah yeah but the, the, my favorite gimmick of his was not even Verzal bro it was Curly Bill at the Dying Days WCW when he was with Kurt Henning and the, and the Rednecks 
Yeah. Fucking did. They called him Curly Bill. Curly that, Bill. That was my favorite. That was my favorite. I like, to- yeah. I dig Virgil because he's got such a bad name where, like, forever people would go, oh, like, if you go to a convention, he would he'd walk up. No, no. If you walked to, up to his table. He wasn't even supposed to be there half the time. He just showed they up just his set up shop. Table. Yeah. His Which I the promoters. Table. The promoters must love that. If I was a wrestling promoter, I would have loved that. Oh, she's promoted it. She's but I guess, I guess he'd be like, you'd walk up to his booth and he'd be like, hey, how you doing? And, and then you'd be like, good. He'd be like, what's your name? And you'd tell him your name and he'd just automatically write it on an 8 by 10 and then be like, all, 20 bucks. Yeah, you want 20 bucks, yeah. <laughs> like he's a fucking Hall of Famer or something. Or he would show up with like a fucking banner that says Virgil and Ted DiBiase and Ted DiBiase is not even there. You know, like. I know he had. He had smoke at, with DiBiase yeah. recently. Yeah. Oh, really? He had yeah, smoke with D, him? Yeah, when he found out he was sick, DiBiase was like, was quoted somewhere being like, talking about how like they're kind, they're friendly and that he's going to have to give him a call. And like Virgil was like, first of all, we haven't talked in fucking 30 years. And I'm not, <laughs> I know right now I'm not getting that phone call. So don't I act mean, like you care. About I mean, that, that was his biggest uh, storyline ever in his whole career. Sure, that whole, sure. that whole, that whole 1991 angle with Ted DiBiase. That was definitely his biggest, yeah. his entire career. Yeah, for sure. He never got back there again. He languished for the rest of his, you know, originally, remember when he joined the NWO? Originally that was supposed to be the Godfather. Really? But then they, but then they got Virgil to come in for cheaper. I believe that. Yeah. The Verge. Yeah, he is kind of, if you think about him, like his. Oh, uh, he would go hang out with fans on Super Bowl Sunday and they paid him like a hundred bucks. I'd give him a hundred bucks to hang out with I him. would, I would too. Basically just cause in 1988, he was right in the thick of Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant, bro. He was like right in the middle of that shit. You know, he used to work, he used to work house show matches. Not a lot of people knew that. He was, he was wrestling, like, before everybody, like, I mean, yeah, he was sultry, sultry and drunk and shit, but I didn't find out about that until, like, I was in my 20s. Yeah. I always thought Virgil, and I thought that was kind of racist. Right. I always thought, because they named him Virgil as a dick to Dusty Rhodes, because supposedly Dusty Rhodes is, is a fucking racist, and his real name is Virgil. Yeah, you know? yeah. I can but, see that. Actually. So when he went to WCW, they, they gave him the name Vincent as a dig at Vince now. Oh, okay. Yeah. So his whole career, he's been a mark, you know, and that's why, and that's why he acts like he does. It's interesting. He's all gimmick because when you break it down, he never had the best body. He never was the best worker in the ring. That's a lie, bro. Because in, in 1988, 89, Homeboy was jacked. Yeah, he was jacked up. Homeboy was fucking bah, dude. He, yeah, dude. <laughs> For real, bro. Homeboy, he, I mean, dude. He, he, he had he had the Luger going on, bro. He was like the black Luger, bro, for real. The narcissist Lex Luger. That was, I hated that. I hated Everybody that. fucking hated. He, he, fucking he, hated that. Why couldn't sure. Why couldn't they just let him be the package, man? Why couldn't they just let him be himself? I hate that shit. You know, going back to your childhood hero Hulk Hogan. You think that show destroyed everything of what we had? Most definitely. Hero? Most definitely. Yeah, Most definitely, that's what ruined his life, and the fact that the fact that it was fucking like not it was staged, the fact that it, was, it makes it even worse. Yeah, you know the fact that he was willing to put his family through that just to get money because you know it's like, dude, you were Hulk Hogan, you didn't have to do that. Now you now you have to be at your bar every fucking Monday night because you you need the money. 
it's know, a weird thing. Like when we talk about Stern, I think the family plays well, part into listen, it too. Listen to this real quick. Yeah. WrestleMania, the, WrestleMania 36, the year of COVID, when it got canceled for Liam and James and it went to the Performance Center. Yeah. The original plan for the Andre the Giant Battle Royal that night was Hulk Hogan to win. He wasn't going to take any bumps. He wasn't going to, you know, obviously, because he couldn't. He wasn't going to drop no legs or nothing, but he was right. going to fucking, he was going to start heaving motherfuckers over the top rope. And he was supposed to win that year. It was, that was the original plan. Because I think the NWR, was the NWO that was supposed to go in the Hall of Fame that year, but because of COVID, it got canceled. And, yeah, a lot of bad things are said about COVID, but I guess for this one you can say it's better than. No, we- I, I'm not gonna, lie. I'm not gonna lie, bro. As a lifelong Hulk Hogan fan, I would have loved to see that one more time. He doesn't get physical though; he just kind of push people around and Spe- especially it. in Tampa. Yeah, especially that would have been, been cool, I guess. That Florida, in his, yeah, in his, home, in his hometown, you know, like that would have been the last raw for him because his last match was in fucking TNA. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's where his last match was. Speaking of last match, did you see Rick Flair's last match where he looked half dead? Fucking the one where he got you crying at the end like every other match? But he looked like he was dead at the end. I, mean, well, he, I don't want to tell you this, but he is dead. He's been dead for the last Yeah, time. he looks like he's walking <laughs> dead, but I ain't going to lie. I feel bad for the man, though. Ric Flair is a guy. I love Ric Flair and his gimmick. And yeah, he just, he lost one or two kids. So, you know, mad love for that. He stole that gimmick though, bro. He's totally, yeah. he totally took Buddy Rogers' whole fucking look in his name. I can see that. I can yeah. see that, actually. Buddy, Buddy Rogers is the original Asian boy. You know that, right? Yeah. And then you got Buddy Landell, who tried to be Ric Flair. You know, fucking, yeah, he looked just like him. It was crazy. But I, I was, I was never a big NWA WCW fan until Hulk Hogan went to WCW in 94. That's when I started watching WCW and I just totally switched. I was a bad boy. Yeah. I liked yeah. Hollywood Hogan. I oh, I, I didn't like it at first. I didn't know crying like a little hoe. And then he fucking turned bad, dude. I was like 12 years old. I remember crying like a little bitch. But then it turned out to be pretty fucking cool. Oh yeah. Good bad to the bone gimmick. I remember what his kid, had that car accident. Oh my god, yeah. Died, that phone call that they yeah. had recorded. Dude. Well, he's like, Can you shut that whole reality deal up so when I get out of here it's ready to go? Boom. Yeah, hey, I'm with you there, bro. You know, that the best part is what he was talking about, like with the the, the friend who died. He was like, I Oh, so, oh he didn't die, he's a vegetable. He didn't die. He did I thought he died. No, oh, he's the poor guy's a vegetable. And Hogan's like, Oh, it's his fault. He had bad That's where all that's where yeah. all Hogan's money went then. Oh, That's yeah, definitely. definitely. Sure, it wasn't bad. To go into the Hogan and the Stern thing. I well, think and, Hogan, and, and divorce. And divorce. Well, I think a lot like the show, I think, was might, might not even have been Hogan wanting to do the show. His wife and kids being like, we want to be celebrities. Linda didn't want to do it. Really? I figured yeah. Linda would have been a huge... Linda, Linda hated it. She wasn't, really? in, she wasn't in the public eye back then. She didn't start becoming known like... Everybody yeah. knew. Everybody knew who she was, obviously, because she was his wife. Right. But she was never really. Even when she would show up on TV once or twice, they never named her. They never said who she was. Yeah. You know what I mean? So she never. It was Hogan's idea through and through, bro. I had his fingerprints all over that shit. Bad on him, then. Yeah. Oh yeah, he will. I mean, it, apparently it was going that way anyway, towards yeah. the fucking 
you know, because she was cheating, he was cheating on, on her with one of Brooke's friends that was like 19. And Hogan has, dude, the one thing I know, one thing, bro, tell you what, you seen that video of him smashing Bubba's wife? I seen the video. Totally, yeah. totally ruined my fucking whole that, visual of Hulk Hogan. That probably is more the reason why our childhood hero kind of died. But my favorite visual. quote, my favorite quote, Hulk Hogan has attendance penis. I, I, I think I, I don't. I, you know, he, when he went, when he had to testify, he's like, Hulk Hogan has attendance penis. Harry yeah. Bollea does not. The fuck? Yeah, he's Who a, the fuck do you mean, bro? You are, I mean. That was their cheap attempt at mental illness. I, I don't know, but I'm, I'm, I don't I'm know, insane. but if I, if I'm going to be that kind of guy, I'm going to say that shit looked at least 15 inches long. So I, for sure, man. dude. Sixteen inches like his pythons, you know what I mean? Yeah, that, no, twenty-four, bro. Like twenty-four that, inches yeah, like the pythons. Yeah, 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 you know what I'm saying, bro? He could do the Dave Daper with his dick. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know? like Jake the Snake with the snake. <laughs> the snake. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just I did a dick draped over your shoulders, Jake the Snake. I was just trying to get Jasmine to crack. That's all I was trying to do. <laughs> it works all the time. Hogan, dude. Yeah, I yeah. know it was up to him to bring it all down, bring the whole world. Oh, yeah, definitely, bro. And the, the fact that he did it is sad. But come on, bro. You had all that money. You could live the rest of your life and not have to do a fucking thing. And you lost, what, half of what he was worth? Yeah. But most of it was assets. That's yeah. the sad part. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that, that house that they had on the show, that went to her. You know what I mean? So and, then she's, and then she's fucking some 19 year old guy of her own. Well, now he's like in his mid 20s. But, yeah. you know, she was tapping him. Yeah. I feel like they like, both were. But apparently, and then Linda tried to say that Hulk Hogan and Bruce Beefcake were like gay. And I remember hearing that. Shit. Yeah. 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 Beefcake. And then they, they stopped the talking for a while. He's a he's, weird dude. Who, Beefcake? Guy. Yeah, he's a weird he, dude. He, he was he used to live in Massachusetts and work for the T and he got fired because they found him with a bag of cocaine while working. Oh yeah, you can that definitely was a tell story you. that from around here that I always You can definitely tell he was on that powder, bro. You I remember when his face you. got like all fucked up. And he had bro, he, bro, he fucking that that was no shit. That's why his face looks all jacked up now. I yeah, was it was an a car accident or something like that? Something no, it was a parasailing accident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A boat. And a parasailer just took his whole face off. Fabio style. But. Somehow, they had to hold it in place. And I guess one day Hulk Hogan made him get up in the hospital and walk. And when he got up and walked, his eyeball fell out of his socket and shit. And he had to fucking sit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fucking, it was I weird. Picture, I picture it like being seven months later and they're sitting at Thanksgiving dinner and Brutus <laughs> is holding his head together. And they're like, there's like blood dribbling down. They're like, what's wrong with you? And he fucking, he, pill, he goes like that, his head starts to come apart, so they get him the, the help he needs, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know. But he was, I think he's just a weird dude, man. He's, I remember hearing that story about him. What, by him and Hogan being fucking poop sheets? Yeah, well, the, the yeah. cocaine and the tea. Him getting caught with cocaine on the tea, that was a yeah. Thing. Yeah. The Hogan, Hogan, the thing that I'll always remember Hogan for now is like him talking about how bloated he is while getting a blowjob in that video. 
as oh my a Bubba's yeah. wife with the yeah. of Sponge's wife there. I didn't I didn't dwell that deep into the video. So. I watched yeah. the video. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a. Uh, because that was a big deal. He's I didn't want, like some I, magazine company for a gigantic I, loon one. I, I didn't want my fucking childhood to be totally tarnished. You know what I'm saying? It was destroyed. It was <laughs> Every fun. time I watch WrestleMania 3 now and he goes to slam fucking Andre, I'm just going to imagine this big floppy cock just hit my, me. My, <laughs> my opinion of Andre hasn't been the same since I heard that when he had gone to the hotels and just shit in the tub and leave it there because he couldn't sit on the toilet, so he just well, shit in what, the tub. What would you do? I'd go in the woods and shit in the woods. But you're the size <laughs> like of an animal. Like, huh? But you're the size of a fucking grizzly bear. You might get into a fight back there. I'd, p- yeah. I'd pick it up. What do they call waffle stomping? <laughs> Is that what they call it when you push uh, the uh, Yeah, man. you'd have to do some waffle That's a general term, bro, waffle stomping. I didn't know you knew about that. Uh, I created waffle stomping. What are you talking about? Waffle stomping. Uh, I did it. There's a, a better term. way to do shitting. It's a jail term. They Hell call yeah. that when they shit in the shower. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, push it down. Try, try to push that shit down the drain, bro. We had some dude that looked like Schmeagle. They used to do that shit in jail. <laughs> fucking shit in the, he's shit in the shower and sit there with his fucking shoe and try to push. Why don't you just shit in the toilet, guy? Reminds him of Plato as a kid when he got the. Yeah, he said it was privacy. He wanted yeah. privacy. No. Maybe he was a, once everybody knows he's a creative guy. He's a creative type. Who knows, bro? He's into that fecal matter. Right? That's all I know. Maybe he was making shit people. Who knows? That's true. You don't really know what he's in there for. They did, he did have a lot of fucking Winnie Carter. He did have a lot of toothpicks. Maybe he just made a whole union. Turd people. You know, like Planet of the Apes, Planet of the Turds. <laughs> he did make a lot of dolls out of his hair. So yeah. maybe there yeah. was something up to it. And yeah, voodoo poop. <clears throat> voodoo. Yeah, there you go. Charlie Manson style. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, man, this is great. This is great. This is fun time. Yeah. What, else, what else you got, bro? What else you got? What we got? We got the head. What do you listen to if a hip-hop? I was curious to your hip-hop selection. Oh, wow, bro. Tupac, Biggie. You know, the underground? You listen uh, to underground hip-hop? That's where it's uh, not really. I mean, I, I am a bit. Well, I mean, a lot of people consider Big Elf still underground yeah. because... Literally, literally yeah. now, unfortunately. Like, that's a little me. Yeah, I wasn't going there. But yeah, but you know, rest yeah. in peace, Big Al. Yeah, rest in peace, Big Al. But no, he's probably one of my top five greatest of all time. Okay. Yeah. No, I agree. Him, I'd say Big Al, um, Big Pond, Cool G Rap. There you go. I mean, you can't talk about hip hop and not have LL Cool J up in there. LL Cool yeah. J. You ever get into Sean Price? He's yeah. like an undergrad, fucking yeah. devastatingly yeah. great. Rest yeah. in peace. Yeah, yeah he's one. Yeah, uh, was, uh, MF Doom. MF Doom, rest in peace. Uh, yeah. DMX, of course. DMX. Wu Tang. Uh, oh yeah. Um, ODB. I think somebody new from Wu Tang might have passed recently. Uh, actually, one too recent. I forget which one it was, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. One too recent. And like all these new age rappers, like these mumble rapper deals. I don't listen to none of that shit, bro. They're dry, I mean, like one of them dies every week nowadays. I mean, I am like I listen to a little bit of Kevin Gates, but I don't listen to him mumble rap. No, you know what I mean, it, now if you're talking about mumble rap, you're talking like I do. There is one six nine song that I still like, but it's only one. Uh, but other than that, I, I think that type of shit. I, I don't even know how they call it hip hop or rap. Yeah. You know I mean? It's weird. It's a generational thing. Yeah, I mean, the I mean, kids love it. 
It makes us feel like old people because we're like, the new shit sucks. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm going to be 70 years old still jamming out the Tupac and shit. Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, if I make it that far. <laughs> so, Matt Kelly. Yeah, well, yeah. That's probably, yeah, The Seven Day Theory is my favorite album. The, the gentleman above you got me that album, for, that record for Christmas last year, the Machiavelli record. Good man. Heck yeah. Nice. What's your favorite song on that album? Me? I like Mine. the whole album, but I or I don't think Hawkins familiar with it. Hail Mary is big, big jam. Mine is Bomb First. Bomb First is a good one. The whole album's good. Solid album. I can listen to yeah. it straight through. Bomb, bomb First, you can feel that rage, bro. You can feel that heat. Sure. You know, for some of Tupac's records, you can't live, uh, you know, they're not like, listen to the whole album type records. No, no, they are. To me, they are. I know some people feel that. Loyal to the game, All Eyes on Me. I I love, All all Eyes on Me is a masterpiece. You know, I mean, dude, uh, strictly for my, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I'm a a big fan. me Me against the world, dude. Of Classic. course, they're, they're all, you know, Are You Still Down? They're all uh, fucking, until the end of time, they're all albums that I could listen through and through. But there yeah. are certain songs, like for me, when it comes to All Eyes on Me, it's like Ambitions of a Rider, No More Pain. And uh, I could listen to that album through and through multiple times and I get sick of it, dude. Dude, this is an artist. Yeah, all eyes on me. Same thing with Biggie, ready to die. And, uh, he only had two. See, the thing about people don't realize when it comes to Biggie, he only had two albums, but he's a legend. Oh, for sure. Because Life After Death came out after he died, and it's so weird that that's what he chose to name the album. Yeah. And that album to me is definitely one of the top five greatest hip hop albums of all time. Top five bar, bar none. You think no. Biggie and Pac? If uh, you think what well, do you think they'd be at today in the hip hop game? You think oh, they, they wouldn't be not there wouldn't be none of the shit that you see now. They were still alive. Hell, they'd still be running that shit even in their fifties. You don't think they would have swayed with the times a little bit? Definitely not, especially not Tupac. Can you see Tupac working with people like fucking little Pump or Six Nine or one of them little chumps? <laughs> I, I kind of, I kind of feel like he would have. You no, know, no, I love Tupac. He would have shit all over him, bro. He would have no way, no way. He'd be way bro. better than them for sure. Exactly. He, he would probably would have left. He probably would have retired from. Oh no, no doubt. If that shit would have happened, yeah, that's, that's probably what he would. He he wasn't living till thirty anyway. Even if he didn't die that night, he wasn't. Living it's 30. crazy when at our age when we think back and look at Tupac died at what twenty three was 25. it twenty five twenty five. It's it's insane to think that he accomplished everything that he did in twenty five yeah, years. That's why people and he and even after his death. That's well, why he was my forever. That's yeah. why he, that's why he was my hero for so long because the yeah. dead guy was still releasing new music every fucking other year. And that's because when he was alive, he just pumped out fucking shit. Dude. He loved being in the studio. He, he would, he would, he would write, all eyes on me. He wrote that shit in two months. Yeah. You know what I mean? And to me, that's his, that's the greatest album of all time right there for Tupac. Oh, I don't need that. That was Rap's first double album. Yeah. That's where the double CD come from. Yeah. Is that album. You know, for rap anyway. And but, then I remember the big double that wasn't to go with you. What you're going to say that wasn't a live album or a greatest hits. 
Kind of like when Smashing Pumpkins were like the yes. first album to do yes. Alan Colley and Infinite Sadness of all, two, two albums, all new material type. Yes, thing. but he also did House of Blues. Yeah. There's a, there's a Tupac House of Blues album where right. all his shit is remixed with blues, and I think that's fire, bro. That you is fire. Okay. To me, it, I mean, a lot of Tupac shit was fucking militant, but a lot of it was. Like for chicks, like he did, he, he loved commercial. to do, he loved to do songs that would get played on the radio. He, he commercial success. He loved it. He loved it. And, you know, uh, I think my whole thing with that is I think that he knew he was going to die that night. I've always felt that way. Cause if you look at him in that one picture, the last picture of him alive. Yeah. He's blank. He know. Yeah. He blank. He has no expression on his face. He's blank. He knew he was gonna die that night. You think he knew that he got a, a like a like a vibe, or do you think that he actually was in no. on it and it was a a, good a, a, no? After he they jumped that dude when they jumped that dude in the in the, in the, in the casino, the casino yeah. When he when he he knew that's why he changed. Not because he was going to the club, because he knew that something probably was gonna happen dude he probably thought that dude taking a picture was about to shoot him and that's why he had that look in his face that's possible too you know but they that's say that possible, but they say Shug might have been on, on it I don't know I don't know why some guy's gonna let himself get shot in the head take somebody else out well there's yeah. speculatory that he actually got shot in the head there, there, there's, there's people will speculate no, he's a got a, no he had a he had like a piece of a bullet in his head no well, then he can't fake that yeah, he had a piece of a bullet in his head, yeah. Shug's wild enough to do anything, though. That dude's- well, not no more. That motherfucker's in fucking prison. I bet <laughs> he's still holding court and being a man. Oh, no shit. He's probably fucking dudes in the ass. Shug's a dude you do not want to be in a cell with, I feel like. I don't think... Uh-uh, I'm not playing with Pimp Daddy. Uh-uh, no. uh-uh. I think it's trouble. I'm, so- I'm a petite white boy. I can't handle that. <laughs> So, so you think that the... I've seen 10 Inches of Slave, okay? I have seen that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I try to stay away from shit like that. That could ruin your day. Yeah, yeah very much so. <laughs> so you think the rival gang killed Tupac, or you think there was more, a little more... The police well, they know, No, they, like they know they know who killed Tupac. It's that dude, uh, what's his name? Keithy D or whatever the fuck. They, Did you watch that doc? Yeah. They, the murder yeah. rap doc? That's a yeah, great I doc. Ha- I have it. Great. I, have I do it. too. Great yeah. doc. Uh, what's the other one that's pretty good that it's a, like a double DVD? With the Biggie and, Biggie and Pac? No, it's just Pac. a two, it's a two Pac, uh, documentary, but it's like a double DVD. DVD. I forget what the fuck name is. But I I Re- Resurrection, I remember. Yeah, I didn't like that too much, but that was like a movie. They, they, yeah. they, were, they really pumped that more as a movie. Than I like the song that. they released with, that running song with Biggie yeah, and Pac. Yeah, oh yeah, that shit's dope. Uh, my, my favorite part of the whole, when he's, when he's talking about how he put his rap together, he's like, you got people behind the door, and they're like, he's like, we are hungry, we need some food. You know, yeah. we are hungry, please listen. We are, and then he's like, I'm coming to the door, I'm picking a lot, coming to the door blasting, like, out of nowhere, like, wow, it was so dope. <laughs> Imagine if Biggie and Pac lived, and they straightened up their beef, and they, yeah, be- they became a positive, imagine this bizarro timeline, that yeah, they really? kind of squashed their beef, yeah. and they became the guiding force of unity within hip hop. And there was never that era 
of shoot him up, kill him. But, but, see, shit, but see, shit like that's kind of weird because that's kind of like saying, what if 9 11 never would have happened? 9 11 never happened. What are you talking about? You know what I'm no, saying? No, I know. <laughs> I know. You, know what you, mean? you know what I mean? It's like it's saying. It's an interesting road to travel down. Yeah. Think about if Columbine never happened. Where what would be going on with school shootings? You know what I'm saying? Like that was the that's that was know. like the biggie. That was the first yeah. bit. That's why all these kids keep doing that shit. The model after those dudes. The celebrities, you know I mean? the fifteen minutes of fame, you know what I mean? Yeah, like that Parkland shooter, bro. He yeah. just got life the other day. That dude looks like a total weirdo. Oh dude, you yeah. Uh, that Nicholas Cruz kid or whatever his name is. Cruz, man. He's probably the most usually they, they get themselves after. Yeah, you know he what didn't. I mean? he but didn't. they got him. He, he, they, he. I don't think he, the, I read. I read. Uh, there was a book called Columbine that I read recently. I forget the name of the author, but because I that stuff was super interesting for me, and especially like all. I think the majority, Jasmine. I don't know how old you are. I think you're younger than us, and I never ask a lady your age. But us three gentlemen here, I think, grew up in a time when we were in high school or like just yes. about to go into it. When Columbine happened. No, I was actually in high school in Columbine. I was in yeah. high school. The, the, week, the week after Columbine was crazy, bro, because we had a bomb threat and shit like that, like, the week after, bro. Well, it was weird where even, like, a threat of, like, joking around with your friends saying, I'll kill you was fucking people getting, like, thrown out of yeah. school. Yeah, 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 bro. You, you had to deal with cops and shit. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Shit was crazy. We had metal detectors after that in high school, bro. We weren't allowed to come in with nothing but our books. They would take your CD player or anything, bro. You didn't get that shit back till the end of the year. Yeah. You know, that, that Col- the Columbine book was cool because it, br- it brought into the dynamic that Dylan was more of like someone that didn't want to do it, but more he, went he, fight, he didn't want to do it. Eric was the one that was all for it. They say that they do. Dylan was actually a good kid. Yeah. You know, and he was looking forward to graduating and shit like that. And Eric was like a jockey kid, which they never talk about that. You always assume he's kind of like a nerdy kid killing jocks, but he was kind of like a jock. Yeah, they weren't picked on like they say they were. They weren't bullied and shit. Hell no. They also say Eric shot Dylan before himself, too. So, like, they actually both didn't commit suicide. One of them killed the other. No, nah, I don't believe that. I think they both took each I think they might have shot each other, but it was definitely a suicide pact. Well, we talk. Yeah. We've talked about it before on some show. Where like once you kind of, once you get that, I think the difference between the kids that kill themselves and don't kill themselves after the ones that close their eyes when they pull the trigger. Because I think the people that yeah. watch, I think the people that watch all the carnage, I yeah. think they watch that. So when they get to that end, they're not that they, nothing's keeping holding them back from. They've already stepped over the edge, so to speak. You know what I mean. So it's easier when they get there. Whereas in if you're not paying attention, and I do feel a lot of these kids probably do close their eyes because it's a weird type of evil that kind of possesses these kids. I think you know what I yeah. mean. Yeah, oh, like hell yeah. You, you got to be a sick motherfucker, especially yeah. if you're that young and you're thinking. Because when I was that young, bro, I wasn't worried about shit. I wanted to go to school to go home so I could watch fucking TV. Right. You know what I'm saying that's how I was until like. Fucking seventeen. Yeah. And I started smoking weed and well no, I started smoking weed at fifteen, but then my buddy my buddy went to prison so I couldn't smoke no more. So I stopped for like a year or two. And then at seventeen I started fucking being degenerate. Degenerate. Oh, I said that three times real fast. It doesn't work. Jasmine, you good? Hell yeah. Alright, just making sure. She doesn't like all this talk. <laughs> She's a firm believer that 
there was a third gunman at the Columbine shooting. There, there was a third gunman on the grassy knoll too, bro. Did you know about that? That was uh It was me. Oh really? Yeah, now, was, now that's the headline of the episode now yeah, that we got you on here. Yeah, I was the third I was the third gunman, bro. I'm from the past. He shape shifts and he fucking jumps back and forth. Shape shifter like a motherfucker. Yeah, there you go. The only way to really do it. I wish I could do that because I'd be in Canada right now. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Playing with the maple leaf. Yeah, slatter shit. So we we've we've covered a whole bunch of stuff in this. We're definitely gonna have you back on for a future episode. Yeah, bro. I'll come back anytime you want, bro. I'll always, come back, dude, I'll, come, I'll come back anytime you want, bro. We don't have to just be your talk, man. I'll come back to kick it with you guys when you do something else. Okay. It's a lot of fun, yeah. Hell yeah, I'm down. Yeah. We'll come on. We'll come on your show. We'll do it big. Hell yeah, bro. Fuck. I mean, uh, if you want, man, I'm open. Uh, next couple of weeks, bro. Let me know. Right. Mo- Monday and Thursdays are the big shows, bro. We do a Saturday show too, but my my one co-host BF can join us. Shout out to BF, by the way. I forgot to shout my boy out. But uh Saturdays he can't join us because he's doing a family thing with his wife and shit. So, yeah. but Mondays and Thursdays are our big, big shows, brother. We have a lot. we're not on the main channel right now because on Halloween we had a video where this kid got the shit scared out of him by people that were dressed up like Freddy Krueger and shit. Yeah. And, Mike, Mike, and somehow YouTube thought that that was like abuse against children. Holy and shit. the fucked up thing is, we were seven days from getting rid of our first strike. Yeah, you know what I mean. We were seven days out from getting our first strike, and then the next day that episode's gone, and we have another strike now. So we're on a backup channel, you know. But other than that, we also got a Twitch and a Rumble that we're trying to build. Yeah, so. give a let everybody know where they can catch the shows. Yeah, so you can catch TGB's TGB on Monday, Thursdays, and Saturdays. Monday and Thursday from eight oh five to ten. Sometimes a little bit after, depending on how we feel. Uh, Saturdays at six. Six to eight, and I do that purposely because Andrew, you know, they they like to put him in bed early sometimes, and you know he'll be in bed probably like sometimes like right at the beginning of the shows, but he it falls asleep, you know. So I try to get him at least one day a week where he's not going to fall asleep and he's not going to get stuffed in the bed and he can sit there and just enjoy himself. Right. So that's why I switched that. But yeah, then you could check out Bobby Nick just recently put together a rumble. And uh Twitch both at the TGB podcast. But right now, me and my me and my brother Mike a few months ago, we were gonna start an attitude at our podcast, but we never really did. But the channel's up. So you can check it you can check TGB out there right now at uh what is it? Uh nine six oh one the attitude era podcast. So yeah, that's where you can check us out if you wanna hit me up on Instagram, TGB Duck. And that's the one and that's the only social media I really use besides Facebook. So you can, you can look me up by name on Facebook if you want to do that too. We're uh, we got to get in now on this fucking. There's all the the new technology of these new sites. Would you say Crashbox? What was it? Crashbox? I yeah. What'd you know. say? There was oh Twitch. And Twitch. Rumble. We're not on Twitch. Rumble. That's what it is. Rumble. Rumble. I I don't really know Crash anything Box. about it, but Bobby Nick fucking found that shit, so he set us up on there. You know, so we go live on there too. Also. Uh, I'm Bobby Nick's Twitter as well, so shout out at Nick Fingers. Jasmine, Jasmine. oop, Jasmine, we can find you on these the podcast as well. Do you have anywhere you want to tell folks to look into anything they want to? Yeah, you, you want to plug it? Go ahead, plug. Go ahead, go ahead no. Jazz. 
Go ahead. I'm good. <laughs> no, around. I'm good. <laughs> throw, it, throw it out there, babe. Come on, throw it out there. Don't be a pussy. Throw it out. We got a new. We got a new new show no, coming or something. Oh, no, no. Let me see if I can get to do this. Do it, Jazz. Come on. No, I'm good. <laughs> she don't want me to put it out there. Okay, I won't. <laughs> Speculation. Growing yeah, out yeah. the network. Yeah, but yeah. In a way, in a way, anyway. <laughs> I always support the growing out of networks. We got a network here. We got a. We oh, this that. is a very popular platform that she doesn't want to talk about right now. Oh, feisty. Uh, Operation Wind Talkers. We could all be destroyed for that info that she could release. Yeah, yeah, they, I don't want to see yeah. that happen. No, I'm yeah. not worried about that. Uh, sports Heads podcast is that still? Oh right? yeah, Sports Heads also every Friday uh, from seven thirty to eight thirty, right before Replayables, Chris Abel's new show. That's pretty awesome. Uh, BF and Andrew host Sports Heads, but it is all of us, so we do consider it, you know, TGB and the Sports Heads, but. I like to look at that as his own deal, you know, because I'm not really doing the sports. I'm just there, you know, to support pretty much. I actually, when it started, I actually did say that I wouldn't be on every week, but I've been on every episode. So, yeah, get that royalty check, right? No, we did. We have earned a penny on Rumble so far, so we're trying to figure out how to split the penny. You know, <laughs> you can't even split it physically; it's against the law. Exactly, I know, right? You can't, you can't even cut a penny in half. It's crazy. Yeah. But anyway, Jasmine, you sure you don't want to throw that plug out there? I am positive. <laughs> you, can, you can always say it later when you guys come back. It's always good. Yeah, yeah. I'll try to get her to do it next time. Yeah, definitely. So everybody. I, I would do it on her show, on my show. See, I just called it your show. But uh, I would do it on our show, but I don't think you guys like that too much. So, you have, have you ever thought about creating like a net? You have a couple shows. You have, uh, you know, I watch the show. There's there's any, there's a big group of people on there. You know what I yeah. mean? Ho- like as hosts, co hosts. Yeah. Have you ever thought about doing more of a net- network deal where you have your shows and you kind of branch out for yeah, other well, people see, to do deals? What I'm trying to do now. Yeah. Well, a couple of people have tried, okay? And it doesn't, for some reason, without me there. And I'm not trying to sound, you know. No, I know you mean. sound arrogant or nothing like that. I feel yeah, I feel without, yeah. without me there, it doesn't really seem to work all yeah, that yeah. much the same way. Even though it is the same people. And, you know, I try. I don't want to be all over everybody else's shit. You know what I mean? Like, like I do sports heads basically because we have, he loves when we're all there. You know what I mean? But I try to, you know. Just be background fodder for that shit. Right. You know, I don't. I don't really try to take that over too much. But it, um, I have been trying to come up with an idea ever since Jasmine's been back and she's been more involved lately. Matter of fact, I'm surprised that she agreed to do this with me. You know, I, we I, had I, to pay, right? We we had to cut her a check I, to be on our show. Yeah, that, that's perfect, man. That's awesome. I'm glad. Um, hey, she so makes more than both of us combined. Hey, there you go. <laughs> Hey, there you go. But no, I've been trying to figure out an idea. Well, she actually said something the other day. It's a joke. And now I'm actually thinking about it. Like I'm, The wheels are turning? Yeah, like she actually said something to me the other day about a show that was a joke. It, was, it really was. But I've actually been trying to think of an idea to do that. Because I want to see if she'll actually get into it. You know what I mean? So I would I've like been. to see that, yeah. So I've been, because you know, people don't really know, because half of the time she tries to, 
keep the background noise down because there were kids and shit. So she sits on me, but a lot of people don't know that she's actually pretty damn funny. Yeah. You know what I mean, she, she is. And it's, it's kind of like, it's weird because she's really fucking hilarious when she's laughing. You know what I mean? Like if she's laughing at something, like sometimes she'll be laughing and I'll start laughing just because she's laughing. And it's the same way around. You know what I mean? Like she was cracking up the other night when I was cracking up and I wouldn't even fuck. I couldn't catch my breath. I couldn't. It was too damn funny. But she is pretty funny. And a lot of people don't get a chance to see that all that much. Well, they did last night a little bit. She uh, actually stayed off mute for a lot of the show last night. So, yeah. So she is pretty funny. So I am trying to come up with an idea for for me and her to do. The Jasmine show. I like the ring of the Jasmine. Well, no. See, that's, that's the thing. She also tried to convince me like on her birthday that she wanted me to rebrand, rebrand the show again to... TJB, the Jasmine Basement. And, and <laughs> that's a little too far. See, if it was up to me, I would do that in a heartbeat. You know what I mean? I would do it. I'd make new logos and all that shit, right? I got a whole team, man. I don't know how they feel. My, about it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. My opinion on that whole matter, and here at Boombastic Media, the Boombastic Media Network, we have this show, the Boombastic Cast. We have a paranormal show here called Mostly Ghostly, a conspiracy and truth show called. I, hey, I, I can get down with all that shit. Though. Hell yeah, the old pill. Yeah. We got no, a horror yeah. movie one. We got all types of shows on here. I, I see. I think that's the way to do it. And then you get a well-rounded kind of people that like. Well, your- I'll tell you about the idea real quick. She threw out the name the other day, the Ginger Show. <laughs> right, I like that. And I thought yeah, it was funny at first. You know, I like, I knew she was joking but then right after she said it, i said you know that would you know that would probably actually we probably could do something with that and it wouldn't be like the history of gingers you know yeah. like gingerbread cookies or all that shit you know what I'm it, you know i could I, I could see me and her just doing a show where we're just kicking the shit and doing what we normally do on a video well not no can't go that far but yeah like just joking around and you know, I tune in, talking shit. I I think it. Would, I think you know because we do have enough viewers on our own shit that I think they would actually come over because a few of them they do enjoy when she's there because she does bring like a pretty smile and you know she does laugh at pretty much everything that's said. So. I dig, I dig. Yeah. I think you should call it uh, instead of ginger snaps, ginger chats. I like ginger chaps. Oh, okay, so chats, I have to buy it. Chats, like you're oh, chatting. Like chats. Chat. Okay, I, I was thinking, I thought I was going to have to go buy Jasmine a pair of chats. I was looking for that. That was for you. I like that. You, you know, you, I'm looking you, you up, buddy. A, a nice pair of ashless chaps. Like, dude, you just took my dream away, dude. I thought that's what you said. You know? I and can tell put, you where to get them, too. I can send she, you a link. There you go. Hook it up, bro. I'll send her a pair. You know? I wear a different color every day. You know, there you go. Oh, okay, guys. Animal prints. I have cow. I have leopard. Are they all neon? Huh? <laughs> they all neon colors? Only by the ankles. I had, there's neon little circles by the ankles uh, and by the, the waistband. Do they, do they sell them in purple? They do. Okay. That's her favorite. I wouldn't buy them if they didn't. Woo! <laughs> Purple's my color, dude. Yeah, I'll have to get her a pair of purple. That's her color right there. But yeah, man. So I'm, I, I have been thinking about, you know, because she does want to be more involved, so I could I see when I think of the way you guys are doing over there, I like it, and that's I always think big picturey things in my head, and I can see you guys becoming a full fledged network where you have your showcase kind of tentpole shows, 
and then you have that your audience was kind of drawn to for, but then there's maybe, you know, a couple other shows yeah. around it. That kind well, of- that's how the sports show started. I, right. I, you know, we got that working. And like I said, we haven't, we're enjoying what we do so much that we yeah. don't even think, I mean, me and Bobby Nick, we've tried to do movie reviews. You know, we did a couple of them. Yeah. Um, we tried to do a few other things and it just wasn't as fun. You know what I'm saying? It's just because a lot of that we would have to record because we would try to, you know, okay, we don't want to put everything live. You know, let's try to make people sure. want to see shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and it just didn't work out. You know what I mean? Cause, and then once we started having just regular comedian, comedians on like every other week, our views started like, Taking off, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, not killing you too, obviously, but yeah. we were getting over fucking like over 200, almost 300. Whereas before, we were averaging like maybe 60 to 100 if luck, if we were lucky. You know what yeah. I mean? So, I mean, I've I've got almost 500 subs on the main channel. Which That's fucking crazy. not easy. Which is no, it's not easy. We've been bro, trying man. to get subs, dude, and it's like insane. You better yeah, not go to the store and buy subs. Is, I know, right? Might as well go to Starway and get the fucking $5 foot long. Yeah, I know? wish that was the way, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah, dude. But we're still trying, bro. Like, I'm wearing a t-shirt right now with the logo on it. So that means I'm doing something cool. That you know, that's the way. That's the way I, yeah, that's the way I look growth. at it. So, exactly. Growth is the theme of this episode. Growth. And, and you don't need any fucking male enhancement. Do it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> None of that no, shit. No blue pill. No, no, blue no pill. blue pill. No blue pill, especially for this month. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's been. This has been a great episode. Thank you very much, man. And we'll have but, you know, yeah. everybody out. Go out there and support these folks. Please and, do uh, what they've done and what they got coming. You know what I mean? We appreciate it, man. Monday, my buddy and mine. Uh, my buddy Angel, he's like an aspiring rapper. He's coming on. He want, he's been bugging me for months to do an interview. So Word. I'm, I'm finally going to let him do it. You know what I mean? I'm so, going to check that out. We're, I like we're rappers doing. on the up cup. Well, he's a, he's a, um, he's a Spanish rapper. I like that. You know what I mean? Even though I can't understand what the fuck he says, he, it's, it's pretty damn good, bro. I bump to it all the time. People look at me like, oh, you know what they're saying? No. <laughs> I just think it sounds good. It works with them. It like goes with. I've heard the Spanish rapping before. It's nice because yeah. even though you can't tell, it's still the. Melody. It's good sex music. I oh, must say that it, it, <laughs> it's good sex music. I think that store it on repeat. It's good sex music. You know, I got to put on repeat. I just let it run through once, so that I'm done. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but but what if you're not done by the time the CD? Like, see, I he'll I, be I, done. I'll be no, done. He'll no, be no. done. Nah, bro. I tell I tell Desmond all the time. I got four or five hours in the tank. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, I don't play around. You know, you're a better man than me. Yeah, you know, you know. If, if if something does happen, I'll, I'll wait like two or three seconds. You know, I'm like again. You know what I mean? Like my know. friends like that over here. My pals like that. <laughs> Before the gun, you've been timing me again, Matt. When the gun stops smoking, he's ready for another trigger pull. That's what I'm saying, man. I don't even wait for it to stop smoking. <laughs> you know, I'm ready to go. I mean, bro. I mean, look at her, dude. Like, look at that. Right? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm making you. I'm making your face red by saying that. So you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> hell yeah. You know. Well, everybody, go check. Go see what she looks like. On the podcast. If you want to see where else, just hit me up on Instagram. <laughs> I got you. 
Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> private stock. Private stock. No, no, not even private stock. Not even private stock. Nah, good man. Good man. All right. So all right, thank you all, man. Thank you all, really? everybody. Go check thank that you. out. You know what I mean? And support, support us and support everybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, you got a cool little thing going here, man. Thank I like you, it a lot. Thank you. I definitely come back whenever you want, bro. Fuck anytime, yeah. anytime. If you ever do anything live, even not live, hit me up. Let me know. We don't do live. We've been thinking about getting a little bit into live on some. Bro, stuff. I'm telling you, man, go over to Streamyard, bro. It'll help you grow, man. I'm telling you. If we you break off it. ties with Zoom, they might come kill us, though. Well, <laughs> but, but I'll tell you what, bro. Like yeah. inter- interaction with the chat counts for a lot. Oh uh, no, I feel you on that. And, 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 uh, that brings a lot to it, bro. But we got a couple. Of, like, let me shout them out right now. My boy yeah. Lost, uh, Stephen Bull. Like, we got a lot of these dudes that have been Scott Fitzpatrick, even though he's on with us. He's been a viewer since day one, and he. I mean, these people bring a lot, dude. I mean. I, I I made Scott a Saturday co-host just because he's that funny, bro. Like that dude is fucking hilarious. He shaved his eye. Him and Andrew made a bet on some football game a couple of weeks ago, and Scott shaved his eyebrows live on the show. And then like a week after that, he ate a worm. I don't know why the fuck he ate a worm, but it was still pretty fucking funny. And like he's down for whatever, dude. So it, I love that type of shit. You know, if we were able to like do wild ass shit, like have a naked chick on or something, I'd be down with that. Not now, but a few months ago, I'd have been cool with it. You know, that no worm idea. thing. I, so, bro, I remember in the schoolyard. I remember some kid slurped a loogie off of the lunch table for a dime. Oh, you saw me do that? Yeah, I saw. <laughs> that's where I first. Uh, okay. Fucking, yeah, he came into my 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 peripheral. Yeah, okay. I thought, yeah, yeah. Right. The idea familiar, yeah. The idea of that makes me want to throw up right now. Right, like, dude, this happened 30 years ago. I, I shit my pants just now. Why did you tell me that? That's yeah. better. I, I, I don't get, I have no issue with people <laughs> shitting their pants, dude. Slurping a fucking loogie. You'll like, you'll like Andrew a lot, then. All right, good. Next time I come, I'm bringing my boy Andrew. <laughs> He's always yeah. welcome. Yeah. Andrew the Giant. Andrew the yeah. Giant. Shout Love out. my boy Andrew. Shout out Andrew. Love everybody, man. These people, they help me out so much. You got without a really th- good crew over there. I dig that. I appreciate without it. Them, shout out to Janice, too. Janice, even though she doesn't say much, when she does, it's fucking hilarious. So shout out to Her Janice. comedy is telepathic, I heard. Yeah. Pretty, <laughs> from, I, I think from her, I, right I, to the audience. I think it's more like osmosis, but you could be right, too. I dig uh, it. You know? But yeah, I love it, man. You have a cool shit, man. I can't wait to come man. back. Thank for you. real. Uh, Thank Alex, you. man, good to meet you, bro. Same here. We'll be, good to meet we'll both be of back you. in the saddle again. Yeah, we'll be doing more shows. We got a whole right. bunch of deals and specials we'll kind of bring in. Oh, I thought you were about to say you have a bunch of dildos. I was about to say, no, damn. no, no, not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> I was we about to say, damn, me too. For purposes. You know? I got I to gotta get a couple uh, made now. I thought about a few buckle chocolates. You know, I thought that might be cool. I'll, I'll end with the Juggalo thing with dildos. I in the middle of COVID when the d- gathering of the Juggalos. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the gathering. Oh uh, hell yeah, dude! I wish I could have went to at least one. We Not should now though. Back you in should the day. go. Me and Alex went in 2019 to sell our booth yeah. with our movies. Really fun. We want to go again. We want to get a group of people to come. So definitely. Oh, real quick, before we get out, I wanted to ask you about that. What kind of fucking uh, independent films do you do, man? We do all types of stuff. I'll send you some links. We do all types of stuff. I'm saying because I have a couple of ideas, bro, and I want to see if you might help me out with that. We can set something up. Yeah, I'll throw you some cash, man. I ain't worried about that. That shit would be mad cool. Cash money. 
That shit would be. I'd love to have a TGB movie, bro. That'd be amazing. That'd be funky. That'd be another notch on my on my fucking uh my uh chassis belt. I support that. I support that. At the at the guy the when they returned for the gathering after COVID, there was people walk around with a dildo on a stick, and there was people that were like sucking on it during COVID, dude. I said, "What the fuck is going?" Oh man, they were going at the COVID dildo. I'm not even worried about. I'm not even like the fact that it was a dildo is not even a big deal. The fact that you're walking around and whoever drunkenly wants to go. Ah, on the thing and then like throw up fucking barf on the thing go too deep go barf on that dildo you know what I mean oh man so the pass the line <laughs> yeah the next person that pops up and they got fucking cream corn all over it and go whoop right down Ooh. the hatch right oh, now that's disgusting it's beautiful damn you we just, just wanted to leave everybody with a nice visual you just ruined my whole night send them oh, off into shit. the cold night hey this was awesome bro i love you guys already man i'll come back anytime you fucking much want. love dude we got a lot Boom, of stuff media for life son. Woo! Heck yeah we're getting tattoos we're doing there you go i'm down oh yeah i'll get one with y'all Fuck all yeah. right y'all have a good night uh, so that was a lot of fun and uh we definitely look forward to having owen and uh jasmine back on the show and maybe other folks from the tgb podcast you know there's a lot of cool folks over there so uh much respect and love to all them doing it big over there and uh hell yeah Hawkman, what, yeah. what do you think i think it was great i mean heck um it was an interesting conversation because we hit a lot of uh, topics we had of course, Howard Stern, uh, the uh, p- uh, podcasts, um, even uh, spending time in the joint. I mean, we hit a lot of interesting things, and a lot of, uh, and and Owen had a lot of uh, cool cool anecdotes to uh, share with us. And I have to say, I can't wait till uh, we have him on the show again. Maybe we'll be on his show uh, next time. You know, only the future will tell what will happen first. But, hey, I'm totally down for it. Only time will tell. Only time will tell. I think uh, Only time will tell where we're going to end up from here on out. Oh, yeah. I would like to hear you do a lot more musical numbers. I don't think you want me to do a musical number because I can't carry a tune, even in a suitcase. Half of the subscribers just unsubscribed. I had the Please page. come back. I had the page open, so for everybody out there, we apologize. And uh, please uh, give us those subscribes back. Hawk will never do that again. He promises. And uh, if you did enjoy this and his, his, his performance, then by all means, go look for more episodes. They're right where you heard this one. You know what I mean? We also got the Patreon page at Boombastic Streaming. Boombastic with two O's and streaming like you do digital content. All right? Yeah. So check it out. We got different perks. You know, there's a nice $5 a month, a $10 a month, and God, oh, God, a mighty $20 a month daily. Oh, for you VIP is what if I could be balling through walls. Uh, I heard people that do the $20 a month are so glorious, so luxurious in life that they just fucking, they float around everywhere. People think they're ghosts because they... Their fucking presence is like godly. It's fucking, it's something that people aren't used to seeing. You know what I mean? It's really something elegant and beautiful. You know, like elegant Elliot often, you know? 
So hopefully you listen to the Boombasticast often and uh, throw some TGB podcast in your mix. And we'll catch all y'all on the next episode of the Boombasticast. Peace.